This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Bratz with Longleaf Reptilia, and you're listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. Part of the Herpeticulture Network. Got a nice bottle of uh, Tempranillo to go with this cigar tonight, and it's just a great pairing. Yeah, I know it's not video, but I'm still showing you. Oh, yeah. oh, something happened when I turned like 30, and wine just became my best friend. I love it. Oh, yeah. Getting old as a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm not far from 37. Woo! It's, it's something else. Those... Wake up in the morning in the knees that you broke when you were 26 and skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is episode 138 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. I am Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And I am Jacob Bratz with Long Leaf Reptilia. And I'm Chris Painshop with Badlands Herpeticulture. But not there only he is, is he Chris Payne's job, he's also the Herpeticulture Podcast Man of the Year for 2021. of the freaking year. So a couple episodes back, some of you may have listened to that episode. If you haven't yet, go check it out. But we did our uh, uh, version number two of the people we look up to. And Chris was at the top of both of our lists. Unanimously. Unanimously. No doubt. We both had him as number one choice. And so it's like we got to have him on for... we got I mean, A, it's just... It's always fun talking to you. It's always fun having you on. It's always a good episode, without a doubt. But also, man, it's the, you're the you're the man of the year, and I almost changed it to like person of the year. But then I'm like, am I really gonna get all like try and appease the sort of the PC gods? Is, like person of the year, just, it's clunky. Yeah. I'm like man of the year, person of the year, whatever you want to call it, personality of the year. I also yeah. have to fit what I can on a on a on a graphic. So man is short. Yeah. You know. Uh, political correctness is derivative of the of, of the source, and obviously you guys are not some anti anything like that. So people people can derive uh, what they wish, but yeah, man, man's good. <laughs> I mean, you are in fact a man. <sighs> they tell as me that. As far as we know, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yo, we haven't hung out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh, no. No nah, man, so so blessed to to have such a such a great group of people like y'all uh, thinking so highly of me. It, it, you know, it, it blows blows me away. It really is special. Dude, it, I think it's, we it's wild, man. I don't even know. Like, I'll be honest, I don't even know where Chris came from. He just kind of showed. He up just kind of like appeared. It was there, and he was awesome, and that was it. Like you, I don't you know, know. It, like you just like it, a stray that just shows up at your door, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I, I guess. He Come turns out to be your best friend. Yeah. I, I didn't have social media for a long time. And then like my wife or somebody was like, you should get an Instagram. And I started Instagramming and like, you know, we go back on my Instagram. And he sees like pictures of like just me or like my dog or like a beer or like a car. And and I didn't take pictures of, I, I think I put, posted some crusty geckos or something once. And uh, so, so I kind of lived my whole life without social media. And I kind of look at social media a little differently uh, as it, more, more than anything, it's a way to like, I don't post stuff or comment on people's posts very often. Um, but I often will reach out to people through social media, private messaging. And, and I think where it started was I had listened to y'all's podcast. I literally think it was the first or second episode. 
and Justin was talking about cigars. Yikes. And he was like, man, if y'all ever want cigars, just, you know, hit me up. I work at a, on the tobacconist. Or maybe it was, he said that he had another Instagram that was his hazardous tobacconist. Yeah, my personal one that I. And, and I think I reached out to you and I was like, hey, man, I, I smoke cigars. I like the shit y'all are doing. Can, can I can I buy some cigars from you? And you sent me a box of cigars. I was like, wow, these are awesome. And uh, Dan Colgan bought him a box today that I mailed out. I honestly need to just smoke more cigars. That's you that's don't probably know where to go. I ain't gonna, oh, yeah. I ain't gonna do you wrong. I ain't gonna steer you steer you wrong. I'm trying to think that first group you sent me, which one was my favorite? Oh, I know the the the, the Porto. Uh, oh yeah, that warped. The warped and the uh, the other one was the cloud. Yeah, cloud Smoke hopper. Cloud? cloud hopper. Yeah, those were those were huge punch little cigar. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, great intro to that kind of style, I guess, because it's smaller, but it's on on tons of flavor. They're great. Yeah, I sent Dan one of those new. Uh, the, the Warp just came out with the Chinchaye, which is a new one, which is oh. pretty damn good. I think that's their all. Yeah. It's a Dominican release, which is normally their stuff is Nicaraguan, so it's a little different. But mm. even just talking to Dan about them, it had me craving one. I didn't smoke one, but I was like, damn, now check I want it out. One. But pretty good. Isn't that the worst? You start talking about something, and you're like, oh, man, yeah, that's great. And you're just like, oh, sure there, would be I mean, nice if I had one. Yeah, there's some cigars, man, that I just, like, I crave them. Like, it's almost like craving cookie dough or whatever else. It's just like, yo, it just sounds so damn good at that moment. Yeah. There, there's a couple of Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, okay. Uh, I was going to say, there's certain cigars. Right. Because cigars are in the moment kind of a thing. Like, uh, you have a small Vitola that you really like. At, mm -hmm. at this time, or you know, this one goes great with coffee, or this one's great on the, the golf course. Uh, Camacho, uh, Connecticut's on the golf course, yeah. it's like my favorite, right? Like, you smoke 12 of them and you're fine. Uh, and then there's like Good. the late night cigars, the the big Romographs, and the uh, the like Andalusian Bulls from LFD and shit like that. Yeah, we actually we've we've been lucky with those because those have been really hard to come by, and so we have people from all across the country calling us trying to buy ours, like by the box, and we're limiting them like two per person. Like for whatever reason, we've actually been fortunate. We've been getting them in pretty steady. Yeah, but there's some places selling those things for thirty bucks a piece now. Like that's how mm. the, the like the supply has not been able to catch up the demand for the last like that's four tough. years since it got Cigar of the Year. It's just unbelievable. And then COVID They're really so good. COVID jacked up the Dominican a lot as far as export. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. factory uh, like rollers and stuff. All those factories are working like half capacity, from what I understand. So it's been kind of squirrely, but. And even when you get them to the United States, distribution's a pain in the ass for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yep, FedEx is all backed up. Which I don't know. I've been lucky with FedEx. I don't know what y'all's experience has been lately, but I sent the condor to Alan Stevens. He sent me the Ackies, and there weren't any delays. Fortunately, they all made it there. That's awesome. They weren't delivered before noon, like they were supposed to be, or whatever. But they still got you know across the country overnight and where they were supposed to. Very so. rarely gets delivered before noon. That's yeah. Bad. There's been a couple times where they've showed up at like eleven, and I'm There's like, that's what I'm talking happens. about. It happens. But for right. the most part, it's like two o'clock, three o'clock. That's when they come rolling up. What what I've noticed is I, I've only gotten overnight delays when I shipped on Monday. So I did it to where I only lucky. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I do not know how the mystical uh, FedEx monster works. I have heard that Mondays are typically 
like I try to avoid shipping on Mondays now too, just yeah. because I've I've heard FedEx that's when they're kind of playing catch up from over the weekend and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like the Indianapolis hub especially seems like where things have been getting really bad. Like Memphis, yeah. I hear all people complain about the Memphis hub all the time, and I've I've only had one package get delayed. I think overnight, like it ended up staying an extra day or something. But other than that, like I really haven't had any problems. I've been lucky. So. I, I shipped a rhino iguana to, Cali to Seattle, to Seattle, uh, for a buddy of mine in like March. He got stuck in Las Vegas for like two or three days. It, it literally, oh man, it, we shipped it on Monday and it showed up on Thursday. Mm. Oh, it was my fine. God. It, was, it was fine. Temps were good, and rhino iguanas are will stand the test of time. That animal man. will still be here when we're gone. Yeah, those ackies. I was like, damn. I hope it doesn't get too hot. And I was like, oh wait. <laughs> yeah <laughs> not way. possible it's like if anything i'm worried about i'm getting too cold yeah that's whenever i ship guards and leeches i'm always like uh are we gonna be all right here is it gonna get over you know 84 85 degrees i don't really like that have you ever had any issues though with that in terms of like higher temperatures with those because i ended up getting a trio from someone in town, they were getting rid of them and they had left them in a trailer that I guess they had moved out of, but they were there still moving it. But the AC was turned off. It was the middle of summer and that trailer had to be in the triple digits. That, so and those animals were fine. I mean, th there, all there's, things considered, they were alive. All things considered. I, I've never, I have never personally had a negative experience with overheating New Caledonian stuff, but. Uh, a good friend of mine locally, who breed, uh, Carl, who breeds a million leeches and guards and stuff, uh, his room, he had like a like a whole other house that he had behind his house where he bred them. And it, the AC went out in like the middle of summer. And he told me it was like 90 degrees for three or four days. And I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Wait till right. you get the new AC right. and, and get it all. And then plus you got to cool it down, which doesn't happen over you know, in, in seconds. Mm -hmm. And he had zero problems. So... I don't, yeah, that's another one that I just think maybe they're tougher than we give them yeah. credit for, you know. Because credit, like, I don't know so how I don't know it. how long they had been in that those crazy heat in that trailer, um, but I mean I got them and they were active, they were moving, they were eating, yeah. you know. They so I don't know. I I know they can get cold like forties, fifties, and they're fine. So that's interesting at the same time. Uh, I remember a story, this is going to be back years, I listened to a podcast where somebody was breeding crested geckos in Florida outside. I believe it. And they were just like, yeah, we just kept them in screen cages outside when we first got them in the 80s or whatever, whenever they were mm. rediscovered. Excuse my uh, reference on timeline there. They're like, yeah, we just kept them in screen cages outside because that's what we thought they needed. And, you know, they ate bugs and fruit. We just did that. They bred all, all year round. And I was like, huh. All right, it is Florida, so I, I can assume everything will just live there. Mm -hmm. The only thing, only extremes they get is that heat, but mm -hmm. but even then, maybe it's not enough. I, I don't know. That, that's a you know, somebody could test it, somebody could push it, somebody could prove it. At that point, here, you know, I don't know. I just when I was in them, I just remember posts and groups that are like, "Don't let them get above eighty-four or something like." It was like eighty-four is like the number, and it's like. Yeah. They made it sound like if they had stayed five minutes over eighty-four, they're done for. Like they're they're toast. Yeah. Like give up. And then you know, like, if that my were the case shipping in the summer just wouldn't happen. Couldn't do it. 
my, my, my room probably hits 80 to 82 degrees a few times throughout the year. I just can't prevent it. It's, you know, it's 115. We'll have a heat index in 120 or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. 80% humidity. You can only cool your house so much, and usually that number is yeah. about 20 degrees. Uh, so if my outside actual real temperature is 100 and I'm down 20 degrees, it's still going to be 80 in my house. Right. So. No, that's, yeah. Actually, my AC did go out this year. Huh, let me think about that. I don't know how hot things got. I know that my incubator got real hot and everything was fine. So I, I had my Gobi on my uh, incubator, got up to like 96 degrees and everything was fine for like two days. I need to get more of those. I have two of them. I had one that I used for egg boxes and that one crapped out because of the constant humidity and like the constant yeah. moisture. And I had another one that I kept in just the incubator itself. And now I have them because I didn't label them correctly. I don't know which one's which, and I have them both in my my room right now. Yeah, and I I don't know if you just shut one all, all of a sudden operational. Yeah, I need to do that. But, I was like, you just pull the batteries or shut one off. That's I did the exact same thing. Because now when I scan, like the both of them pop up now, so maybe the other one had dried out enough and came back to life. Yeah, I don't know, but. I want to try those. I want to try the sensor push ones. That's the ones Andy Middleton uses, and he he likes those a lot. Huh, okay. I want to get – so the area I'm sitting in now in my garage is going to be uh, a room. It's going to be 14 foot by 12 foot, and we're going to we're gonna close this in. In fact, one of the lights that's in front of me you can't see, but I have a light, and I have a 220 in here and a couple outlets in my fridge. Uh, so I'm going to close in this and still – so that way I still have a three-car garage, and then I'll just have the, the fourth area closed off. And uh, I'm going to get a – I think it's called a temp stick, uh, which is a Wi-Fi, uh, but it's, like, super accurate. It sends you alerts and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. things change. And then there's a uh, – to cool the room, there's a thermostat that works with ACs so I can control it all from my phone. So if I'm not here, I can, I can kind of sort right. everything out. Uh, so that's that's kind of the plan. I also have to still do this, and I'm going to get ARS racks and stuff like that. Technology's making it so easy now. Yeah. Oh, so my The guys God, that, dude, yeah. <laughs> like, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, that were figuring it all out on their own, it's like... Dude, yeah. We can't complain about shit now, dude. No. I mean, I, I you know, I've read uh, Felsuma in, in 1998, and back then there was, like, one Felsuma book, two articles in Reptiles Magazine, and... Like, I had a an incandescent bulb on a ten gallon aquarium with a screen lid, and like a popos, you know, you know. And then I had a, a just a UV light uh, that was originally a black light fixture from like you know, the mall, and I got a UV bulb from the uh, what is it called a, a where they sell plants and stuff, a nursery. Yeah. And, and like, and I mean that that's how we figured that out. You know, you you cut you sliced up mangoes. And that's the fruit they ate, and then you mm-hmm. gave them crickets and stuff like that. You know, it's so it's so funny now. It's like, oh, just give them Presto diet, or this diet, or this diet, or this diet, or this diet, or oh, here's an additive you can give them, and oh, here's the best calcium supplement that also has vitamins in it. Hey, here's a, a single tiny little bulb that produces not only enough UV but also heat. Wow, that's what an amazing place to be in this hobby. Yeah, so good. I mean, that little. That yeah, little- God forbid we use actual fruit. That crusty go diet is that's so, Dude, it's so good. I buy some just to give it to Dubias now. Yeah, you know it's like the complete package. It's- we used to uh, 
we used to make uh, like a diet for gardens and crustaceans. And this, again, this would be back 15, 16 years. Uh, we would take egg whites, uh, yogurt. I forget which kind. There's a certain kind of yogurt you put in it. Uh, turkey baby food. And then a whole bunch of mango baby food. Uh, and you just blend it all together and it would last, you know, a couple of weeks. Some people would freeze it in little, uh, ice cubes mm-hmm. and then, and then, you know, pop it out for the day and put it in little cups. And like that, that's how we did that. And we realized that they would eat it. And, uh, cause guards won't always eat bugs. In fact, uh, I, I probably have like 80% that will not eat bugs at all. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. So yeah, that was a, little, a kind of fix on that. That little prosol fixture I have in the Aki cage, man, that, that that thing blows my mind. Just the fact that it's so compact and it gets so hot. Yeah. Those little house uh, bulbs, dude, they're just they're it's freaking unbelievable. Yeah, I had a a buddy with Aki's again. This would be back in that that old genre, you know, two thousand ish, and they were man, they were like real expensive back then. That was before they started dipping down in price, even though they have come back up. And he had had to have been a hundred gallon, ninety gallon, hundred gallon aquarium that was real thin, maybe eighteen inches wide. God, it was six foot long, mm-hmm. and man, I can't, I can't imagine maybe two foot tall, and it was just decked out. But he had like ten or twelve inches of sand in it. Yeah, and he would wet the sand in certain areas, and he would put like two by fours so the sand would be maybe like six inches away from you, and then have these two by fours so it would support itself. And dude, they would make these little tunnels, and mm-hmm. God, they're just constantly moving. They're, they're. That's an amazing species. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm already, already plotting what I want the adult setup to be, and getting my egg, my, my ducks in a row for that because they're gonna outgrow that 200 quart real quick. That's a so plotting. You gotta be a, you gotta be attentive with them, and, and you know they, they are, you know, arguably compared to the you know, snakes, you know. Clean some water bowls, clean some poo poo, and throw them a mouse once a week. Uh, they're they're a lot more work, I guess we would say. Uh, but man, they're rewarding. That's a, that's a rewarding animal to be around. How come you don't have any? It is uh, quite illegal. Uh, really? I remember varanids, boas, pythons, and venomous. I mean, I knew like boas and pythons and and that stuff, but mm-hmm. varanids too. Varanids, yeah. Varanids, yeah. So. Uh, which is weird because like I had a Savannah monitor for like six years. I didn't, I didn't know. And, and you know, I, I, had, I bred Rosie Boas. It's not like, you know what I mean? I, I, I had, I had these things in my possession and we, I mean, how would you know unless somebody that comes over that a lot of those, yeah. Wild. I mean, a this lot of those laws like, aren't, aren't very public when they get, you know, when they get made, they don't exactly put out press releases for everyone yeah. to see. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I, I did this completely unknowingly. Like I, I, I had no idea when I went there, but obviously I, I don't know if anybody remembers. I used to live in the same city that Chris lives in. And I legit, I had carpet pythons sent to my house. Oh yeah. Like you would never think otherwise there. And there was nothing. It was never, it was never a thing. Like, again, I was unknowing. I do not condone doing that. I stopped doing it when I found out, like, I did not expand any more than what I had because, frankly, I, I knew I wasn't going to stay there. But, yeah. like, I moved there with a bunch of animals I wasn't supposed to have, and I had animals shipped to my yeah. house there and did not have a single problem, you know? There, and, there's a big uh, importer-exporter that lives here. Well, not named. 
in a big ball python breeder that lives here. And yeah. they like have never had an like never had an issue at all. But deep down it is illegal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a I city just, ordinance. I mean we have something yeah, like it that blows here. My mind, man. And I think I think it's a case of like, because I mean, we have an ordinance here in Beaufort. It's for like reptiles over 50 pounds um, and some other stuff. And it's like, I, I highly doubt even the, the law enforcement even knows that that's even an ordinance or a thing. They like don't. animal control might animal yeah. doubt control. it. I can almost guarantee you animal control doesn't either. I bet you they know about, they know dogs and cats. That's yeah. the thing. They might be able to look it up and find it, but they don't know. Here's a funny story, too. So everyone who's watched Tiger King saw the Jeff Lowe guy in there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He got run out of Buford, which is where me and Jake live. He used to own really? a, he used to own a liquidation store. Yep. Here. I went to high school with like two of his kids. Um, they were like a class beneath me. But he um, so he had a liquidation store and he was going to open up like a petting zoo sort of deal and he was going to have like tiger cubs and cougars and all that stuff he had a tiger at his yeah. liquidation store so he had, <laughs> he had these plans to start this like joe exotic zoo sort of thing yeah. Yeah. and the county i guess was the county or city out there by the air station that's county right that's county yeah county was like not kid and basically did everything in their power to like shut it down and that's when those ordinances came in and he was like, okay, whatever. And he just left Buford entirely. So yeah. That's a prime example of like someone who doesn't care ruining it for everyone yeah. else. And it's like when they can't win, they just go somewhere else. And it's like everyone that gets yep. left behind is. Yeah. Like, Sorry. So yeah, city yourself. ordinances here uh, are no longer anyways. They're, they're enforced differently as of a couple of years ago. They're now enforced uh, by actual ccpd which is corporate Street police department mm -hmm. so you have a division of the police department that is now branched off only for city ordinances and it's like oh, wow i had a buddy who was a cop a great cop and i asked him i was like hey you know this city ordinance i have a question about it he was like yeah dude nobody knows that that's like nobody cares it, unless you got something that's like out messing with things nobody's right. gonna a... he's like but if it came down to it you can't do that. You know what I mean? So, right. so once I got black pines, uh, I kind of was like, all right, I got an animal that required an interstate commerce license to bring in, which is a yearly nice license, which you can review, uh, renew to buy. And, uh, I was like, okay, now I've got this like grail of an animal. Um, I don't really want to mess that up. And it was kind of around the same time. So I, I, I at that time I only had rosy boas that I knew were, or I had found mm -hmm. out were illegal and, and right. man, I, Going to reptile shows and like hanging out with these people, and I'm and you know, I was like 30 something when I found out that uh, it was it was illegal, it's been illegal for like forever, like yeah, early man. 90s or something. It blew my mind because when I lived in Corpus, I actually I worked at the Pet Smart there and they didn't have any ball pythons there, and I was like, what the hell, like what kind of Pet Smart doesn't have ball <laughs> pythons? And I was like, maybe this place is actually cool, you, you know. You know, so I asked yeah. around and my, I mean, the guy who worked there, he was like, dude, they're illegal. I'm like, what kind of place has illegal ball pythons? Like, are you kidding yeah. me? And they're and like, they're, yeah, dude, you can't have any constrictors here, like, at all. I mean, like, yeah. pythons or boids. And I was like, yeah. what? It blew there, my there, mind. 
and, and, and depending on who you ask, you'll get different. Oh, you can't have anything over three foot, or you can't have anything that weighs more than ten pounds. The actual rule, they actually list species and genus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like that is the actual rule. Uh, so. And what's interesting uh, about laws like that too is. I would think that's just that's not something that just appears where people are like, yeah, we don't have anything else to pass. Oh, hey, people should know tigers. Let's just add that to the but list. See, like something the, has to happen. Their reasoning that requires them to go. We need to be see, paying attention. <laughs> from what I've heard, their reasoning in Nueces County because it's not it's just Nueces County that they have this ordinance in, and it's supposedly Chris. I don't know if you can. If you know, if you know this being true or not, I heard that it was because there is a like a quarter acre of area in Nueces County that supposedly will never get below freezing at any point in the year. And uh, so that, yeah, is, the, that is why they won't allow exotics in the county. Is that is that right? I, I, I've heard that theory. Uh, I've heard a few different wild stories why. Um, so that is debunked because the entire state of Texas froze all the way down to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, that sounds like a kind of load of crap because yeah. I'm pretty sure it snowed while I was there. And oh, you were here in 04 when it snowed. Yeah, uh, not 04. Um, it was 2018. Oh, okay, so that was the recent time. Dude, yeah, you were the like la- just here. Yeah, the last time it snowed. Yeah, I was there last time it snowed. I didn't live there, but I was out there visiting. But yeah, it was oh. it was crazy. I went out there for a week. Yeah, I didn't live there. I lived there in 2016 and left in January of 2017. Oh, okay. Um, but I was out there for a visit, and the last the last time it snowed, it was crazy. I was only there for a week, and it freaking snowed. The one week <laughs> I was there, it was mind blowing. Yeah. So that the week you were here was the we had moved into this this new house and. October and it snowed that December. Like it was a year old. I, I remember that. Man, it was that was that was fun because it was like just in the morning yeah. and then it, then it was just all ice and shitty everywhere. Uh, well, see, I was up really late, so I was up during like the snowfall. Why are you and yelling? Stuff oh, like nice. that. It, it was wild. Huh? Uh, why are you yelling? Yeah. Why am I yelling? <laughs> he's excited. I don't know, man. Jeez. I think it's because we can't hear ourselves. No, I can't hear you. So That's why, like, like earlier, I had this. Oh, see, now, yeah, I can talk much lower when I do this. Uh, there, there's a theory that at one of the apartment complexes, which is infamous here, Walnut Ridge, uh, a python got out and ate somebody's dog. Uh, no, what? Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a theory that because Corpus is a is a pretty uh, busy port, people were bringing animals in, uh, and there were exporters here. We didn't want this to become the new Florida, or uh, there, you know, other than Mediterranean. Yeah, other other than Mediterranean geckos, there's no uh, invasive species here uh, that I know of. Um, so it's you know I I, I, I a, a tegu or something you know one of these animals that maybe we could consider like a problematic invasive reptile, uh, cane toads, um, Burmese pythons. Let's just pick something that you know I'm not not saying it's a problematic species, but could be a problematic invasive right. species. Right. They would die so fast. Yeah, uh, no, it, it gets way too hot. It, it gets way too hot in summer. Yeah, dude, that would be that would be amazing. Sweet. I'm not gonna lie. It, they, I don't. I don't think. Well, let's 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 think about that. Why why could they not live over in West Texas? Probably because it they don't get enough rain, right? Like, 
Uh-huh. What I species? don't think so. I mean, I don't. Ackies. Ackies? I don't. No. I think they do just fine. I, I think arguably West Texas is actually an extension of Australia. But I also like to think that Australia is an extension of Texas. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. What don't run. don't give your don't give your state that much. I mean, credit, well, come on, red, white, and you boy. You don't. Uh, I'm sorry. I hate Texas, man. No, I hate Texas. I you do go back so not. Uh, you hate Texas because yeah. you maybe had a bad experience I, I, here. I do. It's the, it's, it's amazing. It's the here. Freedom State. Hmm. Unless you live where Chris lives and you can't know. keep, <laughs> there was some cool places. Don't get me wrong. I went to there was a there was some cool. I went to some cool places in Texas, and there's some places I would like to go to. But I don't know. I just don't like the people in Texas. If I'm being honest, everybody's That's why you go out to West Texas because there are no people. <laughs> well, yeah, that I'm cool with. Like, yeah, I'd rather be in Texas where there's no people. That was my biggest thing. I hated living in the city, and I hated the people there. Like, no one likes living in that's, the city that's anywhere. What it was, I you know, I lived in Corpus, and it was you know way more city than what I was used to. And, and see, the Corpus is jerks. really it's not small. Texas. You have a problem with it's the cities in Texas that you have a problem with, and in that case, sure. you have pro- a problem with the city anywhere. Not just text. And that's well, it just yeah, gave me a bad taste for the like people. Big. It just gave me the ta- a bad taste for the people, man. Like they were just all Probably a bunch of hipsters, people. like Chris. No, they're not. No, Corpus, man. We don't have hipsters here. No, they're I'm not hipsters. They're not hipsters. Yeah, you gotta go to Austin for that. Yeah, and even Austin is running out of hipsters. There now, you have a lot of like preppy, anyways, yuppies. In Austin, yuppies. now Austin is so damn expensive. Yeah. Uh, you you can't buy a you can't buy a fifteen hundred dollar house or fifteen hundred square foot house in Austin, Austin proper for less than half a million dollars. What? You just can't do it. Yeah, it's nuts. That's about right. Whereas like, you know, the property, obviously things have changed, escalated crazy in Corpus. Corpus uh, per capita having you know about three hundred and forty thousand people, uh, give or take. Pretty pretty small city, as far as a city goes. Our, our housing market was really low. Uh, me and my wife built our first house. Do we build a house, custom house that was fifteen hundred and fifty square foot for like a hundred and forty nine thousand dollars? Oh, what? Uh, yeah, oh, like our our, uh, our our house now is is pretty big. I have a nine hundred square foot garage. We like our house is totally custom. Uh, a kitchen in the backyard and stuff. All this stuff, and, and still it was less than like three hundred grand. It's Jeez. nuts. But now the housing market here is blown up because uh, tech has started moving closer. And, you know, the Tesla uh, group down south of us is getting big and popular. And I think they're moving more factories closer to us. So I don't know. Maybe maybe in 20 years, hell, 20 years, I'll, I'll be lucky to be walking on this planet still probably. But I, I don't know if I'll stay here. Dude, we'll be lucky if any of us are walking on this planet in 20 oh, years. Let's, so, let's the way be this, real. This, <laughs> the way we're, we're doing this planet right now, Mother Nature might just kick us out. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. I keep She's telling everybody. That's what I keep telling everybody, man. I was like, y'all think like y'all think yeah. it's some big fucking joke. Like, it's not. <laughs> like, it, it's really not. There's going to be a day that we all just die. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just going to be like simultaneous. And yeah. The, we will cease to exist on this planet because we fucked it. And Part because of, of that, I'm just saying we did and though. Chris, that, back me up. Come on. No, you're totally right. But and because of that, we need to live every moment like it's our best moment. So that's why we can't have any bad times. We only have good times. That's why we're trying to spread that that toxic right. 
positivity. Toxic positivity. You know, Goddamn right. Toxic positivity. I'm overdosing. That's what we're doing. That's I mean, the problem with Chris, dude. That's yeah. what's like you. I'm telling you, man. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get real. Sappy. I'm gonna get sappy. <laughs> like Chris, dude. Like you. Like this. This man right here has put like the hobby and like just keeping and everything and just like a whole new perspective and just like a as he like, takes a sip of wine. No, man, but just like you, you have lit up, lit me up for the hobby and just keeping and these animals so much, man. And like, it's, it's just fantastic. I, I love it. It's just positive. Positivity is like it my is. new motto, man. Like I so just, just be man. like Chris, be like Chris. That's all I can say, man. Yo, we, we try to, and I struggle. <laughs> you, it, it's, we got we got to constantly constantly uh, conceptualize that everybody, uh, even 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 the highest highs, even the lowest lows, are, are dealing with their own internal strifes, right? Like I've got my things that bring me down. I, I do it on a daily basis. Uh, it may be emotionally, it may be physically, it may be work, uh, it may be something I saw on the internet. But in in the end, the only person that's in control of that to to change that is, is me. And the people I surround myself with, and the things I surround myself with as hobbies, or uh, you know, e even you know, people. Some people say that watching sad movies uh, is a bad. You shouldn't watch sad movies because they, they they bring you down. That's not actually true. Sad is an emotion that we need to also express and 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 and, and put a lot of uh, emphasis on because there's different types of serotonin and different kinds of chemicals we get in our system from being sad or from being scared. Or from being mad, being angry. Uh, you know, you ever been so mad? You could just you're shaking the steering wheel, man, and you're just cussing and you're beeping the horn, and you can't. Even, you're so mad you can't have you can't have music on, right? You're so oh, mad you cannot oh, have man, music. That's on. real mad. That, that you're, you're about to go win that argument in your shower so fast. <laughs> and like a, a shower is the only thing. that that emotion uh, as, as you walk away from it. And you know, I'm not like a. I don't. I don't know this for sure, but for me. Even walking away from that, you can reflect on it and, and the way you feel afterwards, the way you feel when you calm down, the way you feel when, when you re-centered re yourself is it's amazing because all of those all those hormones and stuff are running through your body and all this juice is running through your veins, it's in your hands, it's in your eyes, you're crying. Maybe you cry, who knows? And, and But as you walk away from that moment, uh, you, you take it and then the second you get a little dimple, a little dimple, you boom, turn it into positivity. It's like, man. Let's go do something great. Let's go. Let's go to my favorite restaurant and get some breakfast, or let's cook cook my favorite meal, or let's crack my favorite beer. Let's sit down with my favorite person and watch a movie. Uh, let's go open up my favorite snake's cage, clean it out. I just cleaned it yesterday. Still clean again. Let's go spot clean. You know what I mean? Let, let's go double check water bowls. Let's go clean water bowls. You know, just something, something. Get get that energy flowing in the right direction. That that's where it's at. See this, this right here is why. why are you looking at me, when Chris? You say this? I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, you're the person that's here. But like that right there is why. Like the you are just like fantastic because you turned like being like a shitty mood or whatever, any type of negative feeling. You turn that into look at the positivity that comes from said negative feeling and like that's just like I that just, i just have a it's like for me the problem that, that is, blows my mind like that's exactly how more people need to look at it the hardest like, part for me is like just letting stuff go yeah yeah that's like i have a really bad habit of dwelling on things yeah yeah 
like like imagine a world where somebody sends sends you a message and you get so pissed off that you're going to go hop online and, and post some shitty story on Instagram about it. And this happens across <laughs> the board with all kinds of people. And, and like the 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 derivative of energy, the amount of energy that it takes to take that negativity and and, and, and puke it into uh, a, a a public situation, right? Uh, it, it, you you just you wasted so much of your life to let everybody know that you're mad, and it's like okay, well, yeah. and, and that that is one way to do it. But look at look at uh, somebody like Phil. Um, Phil Phil is a great example of this. Phil has seen a lot of negativity in the venomous world, and we don't need to like say specific instances. There's been a lot of things going on in the venom. Yeah. yeah, the venomous keeper uh, society, which which I'm not part of, and, and I'm and but you take somebody like him, More and, and he goes. Yeah, <laughs> but but you, you you take somebody like him and he goes all right i i could i could phil is is extremely intelligent and extremely eloquently uh spoken and and uh the way he posts things are very eloquent he could really shit post something well, real fast he's well spoken uh, yes he, he, is. Should, he should be a, he should be a lawyer right like he can shit post somebody real fast but he doesn't Absolutely. instead he went out of his way to make an entire series of videos that he's still working on about venomous etiquette and yeah. only he only took that and he took it and promoted uh positive venomous keeping handling propagation right like, i mean that's really the only way you can combat bad or not great information is by like it's, it's like i said the other day on on instagram or facebook or something it's like if you're doing a podcast if you're doing a magazine if you're doing youtube videos there's always going to be someone that has something to say yeah and those same people the likelihood of them actually putting in the effort to go and try and produce something that's quote unquote better is next to none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very easy and, to and it, criticize, but no one will actually put their money where their mouth is and try to put out something that they feel is an improvement on what you are doing. Yeah. And it's like, how, how silly are we now that we live in this society, which is based on like caveman hormones, right? Like oh, cave woman hormones, right? Like we are, we are, we are humans. We, we want to rip animals apart and cook their raw flesh or fuck, rip oh, a yeah. plant out of there, you know? And it's like, Hail this, Satan, brother. and then we pick up our phones and it's like, man, this, this thing, this person that I literally do not even know just said really, really twisted me up. And it's like, well, yeah. you know, put the phone away, which isn't always easy to do because I, I love it. You know, I need to swipe and get my likes and I want to see my, my pictures of, you know, uh, some some egregious person dancing to some song I've never heard that I'm not gonna look up, but it's still stuck in my head. Uh, and, and and but you know how 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 uh, latent is it of, a, of an ability for us to just say yeah you know what that's negative now let's find something and not even positive you don't even need to seek out necessarily positive things and positive emotions. Uh, uh, Justin, I know you're a big fan of scary movies. I love scary. I am movies. as of recently, no, I'm, like I'm it's a recent thing for me. I love yeah, horror I hated, movies. I, man. I was never a horror guy, but then I for whatever reason, movies. maybe it was just a lack of, like, an that, ever that, increasing need for stimulation. That that yeah. feeling of suspense just before the scary thing happens—that is such a weird, specific feeling that we yeah. get as, as humans because it's not real. You know, it's not real, right? And and, right. and yet you're still sitting there, and you're like, oh man, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. But in that moment, you're only focused on one thing, and and it's and it you're not you're not thinking about the 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 guy that was mad because they you know did this or whatever with pythons or the guy that was you know drinking cobra piss or whatever happened. 
And it's like <laughs> that, that, that feeling, that that emotion is so real, uh, you know, surrounding yourself. So, so you know, everybody, everybody talks about me only being positive, well, not only positive, uh, but also all those other emotions. We can make sure that at least they're real, right? And then they're uh, they're they're derivative of natural things, even though it might be like a slasher movie or something. I don't know, but uh, that's just that's it, my little philosophy on this. It seems almost like it's it's not necessarily that you're like angry at the person for saying what they said. It's the fact that you don't have control over what they're saying, and you don't have any way of like yeah defending yourself in any sort of proper manner outside of like text comments. That's why like, yeah. this is all why like I do not, I'm at a point in my life where like, I don't put anything personal on social media. I don't yeah. share, like I will share personal things to promote other people. Like I've been meaning to do this, but I went fishing with a good friend of mine uh, a couple weeks ago, caught some amazing fish and I'm going to, I need to make a post about the trip to promote his him because he wants to open a charter business. Yeah. You know, so like that I'm all for, that's a personal thing. But nowadays I do not post personal things. I post animals, a description of said, said yeah. animal, usually tagging yeah. who produced said animal and that's it because there's nothing you can argue with me about it. There's nothing for oh, you yeah, to shit is. talk about it, you know, and what believe me. So they, people can, people can yeah. something. You know, but I yeah. don't get that though. Like I don't, I don't get I, negative comments on my stuff because I just, I post an animal for what it is. I don't show the enclosure. I don't show any of this. I don't yeah, show no, any of this I extra agree. crap. Right. You know, yeah. I don't give people a reason to shit post on me and I don't go out and do it, you know, because yeah. I don't, I keep my personal life out of it. I rarely scroll on any of this. I try and keep up with you guys to support y'all and give you likes. But I'm bad about it because I'm busy. <laughs> I work with two jobs. I work Same. two jobs. Yeah. I have over seventy snakes at this point. Like, Asshole. I, I'm I'm very busy. So like, I don't scroll a lot, but I try to support yeah. my peeps. You know, but it's like I keep I keep my nose out of the bull crap because I don't I don't want anything to do with it. I don't post personal stuff because yeah. I don't want people commenting on my personal stuff. You know, and I use social media for what it is i use social media for reptiles strictly at this point yeah. you know and like it is it's, it's, great. Be, yeah. it's great like i don't i'm not at the point where i hate it i'm i don't hate facebook i don't hate instagram i don't hate everybody on there but that's because i kind of stay away from it i keep it there but it's not like an arms an arms yeah distance, you know it's there but you know i use it for the enjoyment you know and that's all i use it for what a freak <laughs> I I I, th I think I'm I think I'm similar in my in my uses of, of social media. Um, so, social media is is such a new thing in 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 the human race mm -hmm. that yeah we we haven't figured out how to properly use it's it. Like how to cigarettes, properly, yeah. No no one's actually everyone's doing it. No one knows the dangers of it yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we haven't found the right way to uh to mediate it because uh, mediating what people, especially people in uh, Maybe even like we keep, I'm not not going to get into politics, but like political figures, uh, there's some level of mediation into what they're posting that needs to be you know uh, overviewed. But then then you then you stop and say, well, who's overviewing it? Oh, well, the person that's also getting paid to run ads. Uh, so th there's a lot of lot of lot of confusion in, in the way that works. But we, we can 
like, like Jake's saying, we could take that step back and say, hey, I'm, I'm only using social media because I want to connect with my snake friends and my gecko friends. And I want to post pictures of my daughters so that my family members that are not here uh, can see her and, and see where we're at in life. And, you know, sometimes I just want to, you know, maybe you got to flex on some motherfuckers every once in a while. Yeah, like, oh, yeah exactly. Bought that, new, bought that new tundee, you know what I'm saying? Put a little lift on it, homie looks good. And I, and I just want everybody to know that I'm feeling good about life right now. And yeah, that's okay. and that's... Uh, and that's it, man. Like, cause like, that's like my new motto. Cause like a lot, a lot of stuff has changed in my life the last couple months. And yeah, you know, I've gone through a lot of stuff the last couple of years. And like, I'm at a point now to where like, I just, I tell everybody like, I'm done with the crap. I'm done with the extra, yeah. I'm done with drama. I'm done with being mad. I'm done with being stressed out and tired and all this extra crap must be like, nice life's too short for <laughs> all of that and i'm over it you know so like that's just that's yeah. just where i'm at and like that's where my facebook and social media and all that shit follows suit you know because like i'm over it like i just want smooth sailing and drama free life and that's yeah. what i'm trying to make for myself well the, the coolest and, thing about smooth sailing drama free life is uh it, it outside of work and taxes uh it's free um, you, you don't yeah. you don't have to uh, you, you don't have to be upset by what other people are doing or saying. Now, that doesn't mean we can't be upset, no. uh, and that doesn't mean we, we can't channel those emotions correctly. Uh, because some some people do um, some people do need to be corrected uh, that are egregiously doing things uh, yeah, wrong absolutely. or dangerously. Absolutely. Uh, but we we have we, you know say say somebody's drinking cobra fits and you comment on their uh, TikTok video or whatever the fuck. Um, I, I don't know how that works, and I'm sorry. Uh, and if you do drink Cobra Piss, go ahead and uh, shoot me an email. That's going to be uh, South Texas Cobra Piss Daddy underscore 6969 at yahoo.com. Shoot me an email. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, uh, if, you, if you comment on somebody's video in any of these platforms, whatever it be, you're only, you're only moving them up the ladder. Uh, yeah. If you share that video and say, God, this is bullshit, uh, you're only moving them up the ladder. Um, when, when, when a person murders a family and we share their name, all we're doing is moving their name up the ladder. They're getting the, the justification. That and status. that's the thing. Yeah. Like what I'm now putting together is like, no, I'm not connected with everything. And I don't see all like the the dumb bullshit that like yeah. doesn't need to be there. But at the same time, every view supports them every yeah. view i don't care if you thumbs down that that mud sucker on youtube like that yeah. thumbs down helps them that yeah. view helps them everything every helps share them. helps yeah yeah exactly so it's like even just looking at that gives them an extra view and supports them so it's like i don't see any of it so I don't it's it's it on, on stuff <laughs> like that it's best to like you know i don't know i don't know what's best i say what's best as, as a person who's almost fucking 40 and like you know what i mean <laughs> can tell you about carburetors uh you know it, it's it i i say what, what i my best thing is i i just i don't i don't watch that stuff i don't i don't follow it i don't i just uh, I don't. you know if anybody's a massive shit poster i just unfollow them uh yep but then you know and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna call somebody out for doing something right uh there's a couple people in the hobby that use social media uh with a lot of flavor uh put a lot of emphasis on their posts and and we'll still call somebody out if they're doing something wrong, uh, but we'll also let you know that they're they, I'm doing this my way and and go ahead you know unfollow me or whatever and uh, uh, 
Evergreen State Reptiles, uh, my man up in uh, Washington. Dude, he does some awesome shit, and he has some awesome animals. And, and dude, what like his Instagram and stuff like that is awesome because he'll be like, hey, you know, what? these guys are are just kind of being asses. Uh, you know, follow them if you want, but just don't don't associate that with me for what I'm doing. Uh, right. and just you know stuff stuff like. And also, he's a, a big wrestling fan, uh, which is awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as so like, I guess for people like myself sort of struggle with the not necessarily like positivity thing because like i'm not a negative person no you're think. not not at all uh justin cynical you yes. are see that's the thing is like justin you're like you you appreciate what you moments. have you love what you have i have moments where like i'm stuff. sorry buddy you hate most of this hobby <laughs> like you really do I, I don't, I, I don't think you, you do yeah no, he loves the hobby as a whole, obviously, because he's a part of it. But, like, a lot of the people, like, or just a lot of the things, like, but you just, like, I feel like there's a lot of negativity, bud. Here's, but this is, like, bit. something I've been doing the last year or so. And it's, like, a step down from Chris, but it's a step up from me. And it's That's all that matters, it's though. acceptance, just that word. Yeah. So, like, at work, someone comes in. They walk in the door. I say, hey, how's it going? They completely ignore me and keep walking. Happens all the time. Yeah. Sometimes it really irritates me because it's like, now you want me to help you. Because it's like the least you can do. Is exactly. Yeah. But now it's to the point where it's like, you know, like the word acceptance just pops up in my brain. And it's it's like they are the way they are. Yep. Accept yeah. it. Yeah. And that's it. And for whatever reason, that just that helps a lot. Where see, all that, of a sudden that, it just but... completely cuts out any frustration. But see, that's a big thing because with, you know, I'm not going to name names, but with certain people, like, you have to accept that they are who they are. Yeah, no, for sure. And you're not going to be able to change that. Yeah, and that can. that is what helps you move on from the situation. Like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. And that's kind of like, the I guess, the mentality that I've had. I put my energy into the things I can, can control. I know my stupid little comment and trying to correct somebody yeah, who gets tens gonna, of millions of views. My little comment on their thousands of comments on their crap is not going to do anything. And I'm not going to put my energy into that. You know but what I mean? I mean? You could, and that, that it's little... like that just negatively, that negatively affects me and does nothing positive. Mm -hmm. So what's the point? Right. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't just, help anybody. You know, it just makes me mad. You like know? it has and, to be something really exactly. egregious to make me want to, yeah, pipe up and, and say and something because most case, of the time I'm just rolling my eyes and I just keep going. And in that case, like I won't comment on something. If I really feel strongly about something, I will personally message that person. That way I have a higher chance of them actually seeing it. I ain't even gonna bother doing that. Acknowledging it. <laughs> but that's the thing. If I'm gonna put in effort, I'm gonna put in the effort to actually do my due diligence. I'm not gonna comment amongst all these other comments. Yeah. I'm gonna message this person, actually put a little thought into this. Cause if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right. Yeah, you know, that, at least that's my that's my opinion. I'm not gonna just write my little fucking just the likelihood two of someone cents, changing their you know, mind and, over a comment or a message. Exactly. So if like if I really if I really care if I care enough to put some effort into it, I'm gonna care enough to put enough effort into it to actually try. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, the acceptance thing helps a lot. People, yeah. yeah, especially like I mean, not even just with like social stuff, whatever. You know, animal roles. It, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Just it's accepted. There's, you, know, there's you, get, you get issues with your car. 
Yeah. Accept it. Yep. If you just accept it for what it is, I found that that helps. Like for what, like I said, just any of my frustrations or like anxiety or concerns over something, they disappear almost instantaneously. And it's just that that word acceptance just flashes in my head. Big white letters, bold white letters on a black background. It's just acceptance. It's like a, a strobe. And then it's just like, okay. Yeah. You're, 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 uh, you're, you're tying that into a car is perfect. Uh, you know, you, you buy a car. It's it, you, you, Say you even bought a brand new car. Uh, you drive it for 100,000 miles. It never had a problem. And you smack that hood. You tell everybody how reliable that bitch is. Oh, you ain't never going to have a problem with this Toyota. And, and guess what? It, it eventually is something's going to go wrong with it. And, and then, and then and you're going to be mad. I can't believe this thing left me stranded mm. on, on the highway. And, and then what do you do? You get home, you're pissed at your car, you're mad that you got to spend money. And in all actuality, what you should be doing is, is uh, logically analyzing what happened and say, did you really think this thing was infallible? Did you yeah. really think mm-hmm. that, you know, this was never going to happen? It was just never going to break. And sure, it might thing. happen. At, yeah, it might happen at the most inopportune time, but it will happen. It will yeah. break. It, you know, exactly. And it's like yeah, at that moment, it's like that's where I'm trying to be is like in that situation, instead of being like, fuck, my car just broke. Being like, man, I'm glad this thing lasted 150,000 miles. Yeah, it's like, the first just, time honestly, it happened to do something. You and know? I mean, that, like, that all ties into on. my thing that we talked about, I think, on the 100th episode of like my mentality of everything's temporary, which might sound mm-hmm. dark, it might sound grim, but it's not. No, but you it's think about true. it. Like, because that's the bad temporary you advantage and of your life. That's man. made up by the fact that the, you know, the good is temporary as well. You know? Yeah. So it's like, it's not course. always going to be bad. It's not always going to be great, no. but it's never going to be bad all the time yeah but but if you're starting to feel like it is bad all the time you're in the driver's seat right like all we are is is like mushy mushy little brains in a in a a big old human gundam right like drive the robot (laughs) drive the robot in a different direction right like you you can uh, i i this goes for relationships this goes for uh social media toxicity this goes for collections Sell your whole fucking collection and breed tomato frogs. Fuck yeah, do it. <laughs> you know, no, nobody's gonna be mad at you, and if they are, they weren't your real friends or people you need no. to be associated with in the first place. And that's the you thing. What I mean? That's what I try to push, like, to everybody that I talk to is like, screw what everybody else likes. Screw what's cool. Screw what's expensive. Whatever. Like, keep what <laughs> you... What'd you say? I didn't hear you. He said... I didn't hear I said you're absolutely right. Oh, Nerodia? Yeah, keep Nerodia. Everybody needs Nerodia. I don't care. Um, but it's just like, keep what you enjoy. It's like, it doesn't matter if that sucker's 30 bucks or you know $10,000, you know, keep what makes you genuinely happy. Like I have a bunch of snakes that don't cost more than $100, but I yeah. love them. I love them with every ounce of my freaking being. I truly and everyone truly loves enjoy. going to the dollar tree. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I just I truly enjoy like the animals that I'm keeping now cuz like the majority of my collection now is these colubrids and I love it. I love it so much. They are such amazing animals, but they're Dude, they're simple, awesome. cheap snakes. There's and, nothing and, to and them. The reason they got there was because in the 70s and the 80s, they realized, holy shit, we can actually breed these things 
with you know with a with a rock and a pile yeah. of scraps. Tony Stark bred corn snakes with a pile of scraps in a cave. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like it, it's it, you, you. That's why they got popular, and then they 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 left popularity because people were like, "Oh shit! How how much cooler are these things?" And you're not wrong. There are some really cool things. Every it's it's all cool. All of it's cool. Yeah, all of it's right? amazing. Absolutely, it's all amazing. But if you think what you have is amazing because somebody else said it was amazing. You you're doing this for the wrong absolutely the whole wrong reason. Whole and, and bears wrong are awesome, thing, man. Bears are shut your, shut your mouth. Uh, awesome. Man, dude, there's, see, there's so many. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. 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 I was see, but like bears are like a prime example. Like bears still are not like. They're not going for three, four, five, six hundred dollars a pop still. Like they are relatively affordable snakes, especially if you're into pythons. If you're into pythons, like seventy five percent. If you're any in, car compared to a Corvette, it's gonna be cheap. Yeah, no, but no, if you're into boids, like seventy five percent of colubrids are considered like affordable. Like when I got into colubrids, I bought so much because to me it was super cheap. Because carpet pythons, you couldn't get. You couldn't buy one for less than, you know, 150, 200 bucks on the cheap side. And that's for a single animal. You know, for these things, I was getting pairs for that price, you know, and I was like, give me them all, you know, because I wasn't, <laughs> you know, but it's Mr. like, money bags. yeah, no, I'm not money bags, you know, but that money was bag just, brats. no, absolutely. I am so, I am so, Man, Got that yeah. purple shirt. That's the color of royalty. Converse on. Got his <laughs> pants with zippers. Looking like Michael Jackson. With Dude, jacket. this is literally, this shirt's Walmart. These pants are Walmart. I take my shoes kind of seriously. but Me and Justin ain't even got shoes on. You ain't going to start talking about sneakers. We'll do a whole podcast on sneakers, Jake. Dude, Dude. I don't, you don't fuck with my chucks, boy. I love my Converse. I'm all, all right. I'm all bougie. Bad, boy. Oh, they ain't bougie, man. I don't spend more than 50 bucks on shoes. Unless they're boots, I'll spend a lot on boots. I was gonna say I have like I have like sneakers that were like over four hundred dollars. Like, oh, he's got them them Jordans. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that. All I wanted was I like my shoes, man. That's the one thing on. I don't. That's the one thing I don't cheap out on is sneakers. I like I like my shoes. Dude, I don't boots? remember what I was talking about now, but dude, get some, get me some uh some Red Wing Heritage boots. Uh, I, I man, what? Hmm years old seven times oh my god I, I i love good boots good boots are just the best yeah i'm a, i'm a big Ariat guy i know that's basic white boy shit but no, they make good they make quality products yeah. they do i buy see like i find i have two pairs of Ariats. i have my work Ariats and i have my going out Ariats. you know like those are my most expensive shoes that i own but and like i take care match. of them you know huh do <laughs> what you say I love that he can't hear what I say, and I'm right next to him. Yeah, I know. I love, like, the I, love the I little... can't hear you. No, because you mumble. You <laughs> mumble. You mumble your crap, and I can't hear you in the microphone. So it's like I don't. People listening can hear you better than I can. What's it like being ass. a co-host on Cornstar? I love Chris? to. I love to. Have you oh just, man! Like, move past well, that. you're an ass. As the third best podcast on the on the planet. Hey, you know. <laughs> uh, it, no, it, we do we do need to do a little bit more corn stars. Uh, I'm stoked that Joe's kind of back into it. That's great. Uh, 
I, I love that Joe went from being like a social media icon to a literal caveman. He's impossible. Blue Skywalker on the island where no one disappeared. He's like, bye. You, you know, it's, it's done. It, it, it's like, funny. Joe, what happened? Good He's for like, him, though. Good shit. for freaking him. I, I'm glad. I'm proud of him for doing it. He gets go, yeah, Joe. He's like, because I was like, Joe, you want to do this? He's like, you get to do all the work, but I'll be there. I was like, okay. All right. He's like, I don't want to talk to people. I'll Pretty talk much. to you, and He's that's like, it. Yeah, that's exactly what the conversation <laughs> was. He's like, I don't I, want to do guests, but I'll do. I'll do shows with you. And I was like, cool. That means Chris can, because yeah. he just wanted a little taste of the podcast world that's, still, that's right. but that was it. He didn't want anything else. I don't to blame do him. But like, no, I respect him for it. Like I truly yeah. do. I respect Joe so much for what, for what he's done because he's still in it, but he pulled back to what he thought was necessary. And, and he didn't care what everybody else. Joe Phelan of from the ground up in port city pets. Just no, so everyone knows. He is fantastic. No, I, I fully support yeah. and I'm behind Joe. I was I actually, so really surprised when i messaged him and he was like yeah he's like i don't really want to do the guest thing you know but i'll do it yeah so like okay it was like i mean that makes yeah. it a little little interesting a little different because then there's just the episodes with me and him and then if we have a guest it's me and chris so yeah but it works. You know, it's you know, interesting I just, works, when he told works. me that i was kind of surprised because i don't know i mean i know he's he stays busy but oh, yeah. him, like it's a complete 180, you know. I don't blame, but oh, yeah, I don't blame crazy. him at all. I have so much respect for him for doing it. And he's coming to yeah. Texas. Oh, I oh, get him yeah, in Texas he's, here he's, soon. He's, We're gonna hang out. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, so so yeah, I listened to Joe's podcast from close to the beginning. I, I listened to NPR almost from the beginning. I've been listening to podcasts for years when you used to have to download them in your MP3 player. BT, dude. Uh. Gecko Nation Radio and uh, what was the Australian Reptiles Radio? That fucking podcast was awesome. Uh, I remember the they had two Knobtail episodes uh, back in the day. And the Aussie Reptile, I, I may be saying the name wrong. And, hey, yo, if y'all want to hit me up, uh, Knobtail, South Texas Daddy underscore 6969 Yahoo.com. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, dude, the Australian Reptiles. Damn it radio was like amazing mm -hmm. uh and and, there, and, and so i i all i love listening to people talk um because I, I love hearing people's views and opinions on things and and the, and the best thing is i get to formulate my own opinions almost like you could listen to a podcast and have an argument with the person at the same time uh it, it, it's <laughs> when you called reptile five club straight i I, I don't get to listen to as many podcasts now as i used to and it's kind of a bummer, uh, a little bit of a career change uh, over the last five years. Uh, back when I was doing like writing code for CNC stuff, when I was heavy into engineering and a senior engineer, I mean, dude, I'd be like 10 hours of code a day sometimes. And it's like, yeah, I'm literally listening to podcasts for 10 hours straight, six, seven days a week. So, so there was a lot more. But man, there's so many people out there want to be heard. Uh, do yourself a favor and look up random shit and listen to them. Uh, yeah. all, all, there's a podcast called Ologies. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, Lost and Vanished is amazing. Uh, uh, Radio Lab is so damn good. There, there's an episode on Radio Lab. Anybody listens to this, go to Radio Lab and listen to an episode called 27 Weeks. Uh, it's it's a, it's a uh, it's a it's an episode about a uh, couple that had. A premature baby at 27 weeks old. I believe it's 27 weeks, maybe 23 weeks. My brain doesn't work that good all the time. And, and they had a premature child. And 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 I'm not gonna like spoil the story, but it was the exact cutoff 
uh, and, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna get a little serious. Uh, the exact cutoff for an abortion, and they had a premature child at that exact week, and it oh, was wow. the consequences and the things they went through. And I've listened to that podcast twice uh, when my, when my own wife uh, was going through uh, infertility issues and she suffered from PCOS, and, and we had to, we had all these complications trying to have a child. I remember sitting and listening to her with that, and this this you know not not everything is sunshine sunshine and roses. And like I said, you can find these things that are sad and hurtful and painful and sometimes so damn hard to hear that you can't keep uh, tears out of your eyes, right? Like you literally cannot keep yourself from from just breaking down emotionally and, and walking away from something like that. And, and, it, and it's building off of that, building off of that emotion, yeah. building off of that hurt, building off that self-pain or maybe reflecting off the pain of others. And, you know, as a society, outside of politics, outside of science, outside of everything, just just how our love flows and how our, our emotions flow. You know, I, I employ anybody to go listen to something like that and just say, wow, I, I learned something. And you're talking about something yeah. that came out like 2013 or something like that. It's all there. It's, it's all this knowledge and experiences. These people just want to be heard. It's all there. Uh, and and we're, we're, it's free. It's fucking free. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best part about it. It's just, it's right there at your fingertips. All you got to do is have some internet connection. And you got it. it, it it's, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, Eric and Owen were on Bill Strand's podcast recently, and it was really good. It was I think it's actually like the second most recent episode of Reptile Entrepreneur podcast. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And they were talking about it, and you know, they uh, the whole episode was mo- mostly about sort of like starting a podcast and sort of sticking with it and how to make one that's you know successful and. I think they Bill had done some digging and he said there was there's a lot of like reptile related podcasts out there, but I like realistically there's only I think he said less than thirty that have been around longer than a year and yeah. are consistently posting and stuff. And so wow. it was like I think it, it definitely seems like there's been a since COVID and stuff, there's been a pretty big uh, insurgence of, of new shows and stuff like that Um, yeah but it's kind of like what i was going back to earlier you know it's like i mean the the reason like joe's a big part of the reason why i decided to start a podcast you know it wasn't from the standpoint of like oh i could do this better or you know anything like that it was just one of those things where it's like i could see myself doing something similar and then like contracast it was you know, hey, Bill and and Buddy aren't doing episodes very often of GTP Keeper Radio, so maybe I can help fill in that gap in between. Yeah. You know, and so it's one of those things where I think people, especially when it comes to this and going back to the, yeah. the, the positivity thing and criticism and stuff, it's like you're going to – you put yourself out there in any manner, be it YouTube, podcast, whatever – you're always going to have a percentage of people that just don't like you or what you do. And you just have to kind of come to fact that that's, that's, that's fact. That's yeah. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, there's always going to be somebody that has. Oh yeah. And there's, you know, we've had, we've had plenty of negative, you know, feedback on our show and, you know, I feel like we're in a relatively like bullshit free podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. At least I would I would like to think, you know, we don't get into a lot of drama in the hobby and 
you know, we just kind of have guests on and we talk about our stuff, but there's always, there's always somebody that has, I just wonder what we like, what could have been if people maybe had not been concerned or scared, I guess, for less of lack of a better word, you know, to do that. Cause I yeah. remember when we first started, it was kind of nerve wracking. It's like it was super nerve wracking. Are you kidding? Me? I mean, it, I don't. I didn't know what the just, fuck we were doing. It was just one of those things where it's like, <laughs> are you kidding I, me? Like we're gonna talk. Some of the stuff we're, we're gonna say is probably gonna be pretty heavily criticized. Yeah, uh, I just I never. But then over time, it like into anything, it's just gotten to the point now where it's like I don't even, I don't think about it. No, I don't get. Like, yeah, I upload it, and then it's, it's like, like whatever it is, what it is. So I'm sure someone out there can't stand us and what we say, and it's oh, like yeah. whatever. But they That's have the right exist. To, exactly. to press the pause or stop button and, and, and do their own thing, and, and good for them. If yeah, you don't like opinion. what, yeah, if you don't like what y'all are saying, man, y'all are talking about me being a man of the year and, and all this. I remember uh, Jake was hatching a clutch of, of pythons. And, and, and just, I think you had your, your first clutch of chondro eggs. I think it was 17 eggs. And, and I remember every episode, you were giving updates on the eggs. Okay, I'm starting to see a little dimpling. I'm um, using this method on uh, my incubation. And, and I think Jake's hatched first. And I think maybe one of y'all's hatched first, and the other one was incubating the same eggs or something. And, and, and talking about struggles feeding them. And, you know, th- there's a realness. Y'all talk about your one on ones being the most listened to podcast. And the reason is because people want to hear what y'all are talking about, right? Mm. They want to hear y'all's pontification. They want to hear what y'all's experiences are. Uh, and, and me, as as you know, just just a guy working in his room. Maybe I was painting at the time. Maybe I was working with my snakes or, or geckos or whatever. I loved hearing that. Like, wow, what's what's the next thing that's gonna happen? Are they gonna hatch? Or, <laughs> or you had you had like you had one that hatched that was like tiny. I even remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. one was real small, and it, and it was just like so awesome to see people that listening from the beginning like these things happen with and, and everybody yeah. owes y'all 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 stuck it out y'all y'all are still going jake took a little eyes and ain't nothing wrong with that and if, and if somebody's got a problem with that there's a big old giant bag of fucking who cares right like yeah you want two i got two over here and, you know it's it, it's my, my favorite thing to say at work when I get real busy, people are like, hey, Chris, what are you working on? I always say nachos. They're like, what do you mean nachos? I'm like, nacho fucking business. Don't be worried about me right now. I'm <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're in the dust doesn't mean you're not part of this. And, it's, yeah. and that's, it, it is what it is. You know, NPR did the same thing. Uh, you know, going way back, listening to Owen talking about breeding species for the first time. Uh, listen to Eric talk about trying to get a collection of all the pythons in the world. I, I remember back, what was that, five, six years ago when he was – Oh, I reached out. I got I got uh, Bismarck ring pythons from this person, or you know, uh, Joe. The same thing. I, I remember when Joe got like head palmettos, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, we all sit back as fans of, of what y'all are putting out. And I never left a review or anything like that. But it's not one person; it's thousands of people. And, and you know, I, I don't I don't know the actual number, but it's got to be way more than that 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 have, that have been there. And, and you know, you 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 say man of the year but it's like you're you're the y'all are like the man of like people's years combined <laughs> oh Owen and eric are you know i want to say they're going on 10 years uh, they, yeah like they've that. already they're already passed that i think and and, and As oh, of this oh, year I think, I think it was 10 years yeah and do you know what's fucked up i don't think i've ever even held a python 
right? And what? I think I've listened to <laughs> Yeah, I, I just don't think I have. Uh, wow. No, that's not true. I, I've, I've held a reciprocated Python. I sent pictures to Ryan at a Red Bull show. Until within the last three years, I probably have never even held a Python. That's wild, so, man. Right? Like, it's just not something I ever did. And it's funny because I've listened to every, probably every MVR episode. Uh, Gecko Nation Radio. I've, I've read Leopard Geckos when it was calcium sand and, and hot rocks. Right? Like, <laughs> but I still know. I, I can still tell you. I remember the first lemon frost being sold, the, the first lemon frost being bred in, in the in the leopard gecko community. I remember the downfall of the leopard frost, the lemon frost, excuse me, lemon frost uh, morph and how it caused tumors and going mm-hmm. through that. And like, and like feeling deriving emotions from that. It, you know, it, it, it's such a huge, a huge gamut of, of uh, knowledge that is now at people's fingertips. They can just have it. You can just have this. It, it, yeah. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. I just I, I say all that thinking about the recent thing with Sarah, you know, Sarah Moore and Sarah Snake Shop, and I so I don't know. It's just something I've been sort of thinking about a lot. Um, yeah. Cliff Cliff Notes version is basically she's been putting out a lot of videos on corn snake morphs and stuff over the last yeah. I don't know what great year, stuff. year great, or two. Great, really great good videos. videos. Yeah. I I I mean, like I said, I, I've said before, I'm not. I'm still very green to a lot of the lot of the corn morph stuff as it is yeah. currently, um, but I found her books and her YouTube videos to be super helpful, and I really enjoyed watching them. And you know, she got some feedback from from one of the old timers in the hobby. I don't say old timers in a in a negative way, but they've been around a long time. No. Um, and she it it really it really got to her, and she said she's done making content basically, and it's just one of those things yeah. where it's like. You kind of did, like you. You can't control what other people say, but you can control how you react. Mm. There's, there, there's a little bit to that. And if she was sitting next to me, I, I'd love to talk to her about it. What, what I would, what I would say, or what I would, or maybe she listens to this. Hey, Sarah, you know what's up? I have no idea. Podcast. It, but. <laughs> but, but you, you cannot, you cannot be right all the time. We were not right. destined for that. Uh, yeah. We're, we're the only conscious species that, that, that goes out of its way to be wrong, right? Like I have, I, 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 I just, I, I, I just did a job at my shop, a hundred and something thousand dollar job, like, like a pretty decent sized job on a vessel. I work with pressure vessels. I'm an engineer, I work with engineering. And, no. and I, I cut a, I had, had a plate <laughs> uh, set up on this, on, on this, on this job where we cut a certain length of an internal basket on a Bernie. This is for a, Hey, if anybody is listening that lives here, you'll fucking fuck off. Uh, but there, there was a dimension that I put on a drawing, the drawing that I made, and it, and it was wrong. And what I did after I found out it was wrong, this postponed the entire job a day. When you're working with refineries, that's millions of dollars. Millions of dollars are on thing. And, and we're contractually bound to get these things done within a period of time so that they don't lose millions of dollars. So if I mess up, we could actually potentially have to pay a fine. Uh, so I had to come up with a fix. I could have thrown in the towel and that was an option and just botched the job, canceled the PO, apologized and said, you need to find somebody else to do this. Um, but what I did was I worked with my inner group myself, came up with a fix and said, hey, you're saying that, you know, or if she was here, I would say, hey, you know, you're saying that this person is saying that you're wrong. Well, let's find out why. 
let, let you're saying that this person said that what you were saying on these videos is wrong. You put out free content for anybody to listen to mm -hmm. for free. I'm going to keep using free as, as, a, as, a, as a cornerstone, a keystone of this. Take that information, make another video. Say, hey, okay, here it is. You know, I've got some different information to this person. This is their mm -hmm. opinion on this. I want to move forward saying that, you know, this person is a milestone in this hobby. The, the, the sadness in all of this is, is maybe potentially her not really realizing how important she is to this hobby. Uh, yeah. a, a lot of the things she's said, a lot of things she's done uh, motivated me as a keeper. Uh, I, I probably bred reptiles before she was born. I don't know how old she is, but, you know, I, she's obviously young. And, but I still, you know, going on my age, look to her videos and have even gone back, rewatched, rewatched, rewatched. I've even messaged her and asked her questions like, hey, mm -hmm. what do you think about this? And and I would hate to see somebody like that throw in the towel. Let's come up with yeah. the fix. Let's come up with the fix as a community. Uh, let, let's let's work on this. Let, let's let's use use this maybe negative experience that you're going to have. And let's 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 kind of let's kind of take that putty and build it into something where we can where we can okay i know that maybe this wasn't right maybe this was wrong and, you know, and okay this is what this person thinks because guess what we are all wrong right like none of this right. shit is as easy as we make it right like there there's there's polygenics involved in corn snake mutations there's there's obvious simple recessive things but we don't have mandelian genetics perfectly figured out there's a lot of morphs that you know anyways it, it's so much deeper than we make it seem uh, science is amazing, but it's not a not a not a always a figured thing. So why not? Anyways, that, that's what I would love to see. That's my little pedestal. Uh, take that negative uh, feeling, negative negative thought, ne negative negative situation. Let's turn it into something that we can, as a hobby, grow. My thing with that is like you get people that that have things to say like that, and it's like, okay, you write these books. You put out these videos. Yeah, you put in. If the you think words. they're so wrong and you think it's so outlandish, even though it was someone that helped her with her books. Yeah. Ironically enough, the whole thing is very bizarre. But it's like, if it's that much of a problem, please feel free to put out like write two books. Yeah. Put out how many countless and, videos? But it's also do your like, own podcast. Do like do it all better. Yeah. So prove me wrong. Beat me to it. But there's also, I also, I fully believe that there's nothing wrong with, you know, corrective there's criticism. There's constructive criticism yeah, constructive and then criticism. there's just plain Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, there's there's ways to do it. And that's why, like, I specified whenever I do go out of my way to say something, I message that person because it's more of a personal interaction. If they're wrong on something, like, I don't want to call them out on their post or I don't even know if they're going to see it. You know, like if I'm going to put time into it, like mm -hmm. I said, I want to do it right. So I'm going to message them, you know, professionally and properly and let them know that they are wrong in this situation. And if yeah. they want to take it kindly and well, then they can do what they can with it. But up to them, it's, uh, it's up to them from there. You know, but there's, I, I, I gotta, different, there's different ways to yeah. give criticism if somebody is wrong. Uh, there, there, here's a perfect example, and, and I'm, I'm going to throw some names out. I'm a bottle of wine deep, so we can do this. Uh, <laughs> we know, and, 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 I, and I'm going to try my hardest to not say names wrong, but we know uh, Scott Iper in mm -hmm. Australia, who is yeah. working with venomous reptiles, and I believe he's been working with venomous reptiles, venomous reptiles for like 20, 
five years, I believe. Yeah, because he's, he's old as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been breeding venomous reptiles for, for the fuck, since the fucking dawn of time, right? This guy probably has more knowledge on uh, envenomation, uh, venom properties, and, and the taxonomy of the animals than most people on the, literally on this planet. And if you think his, his, his uh, uh, knickers are not in a bunch – uh, over an 18-year-old girl on Instagram drinking cobra piss, uh, you're wrong, right? Like, but that person didn't get upset that the the, the big wigs in this community are are uh, you know the people that have been doing this since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're upset. And and not only is this person wrong for for drinking cobra piss, but they're they're wrong to the extent of being dangerous. Now we're to the point where this could potentially lead to harm right like absolutely and and it's like but they didn't get bent out of shape look so we, we messed up a few things what do you do you, you you reorganize you get your engineering group together you you come up with a fix you fix it right you get together you hot shot it you make it happen and you say hey look this person thinks this is wrong we're gonna do this uh we're gonna learn from our own mistake or maybe not mistake and we're gonna take one step forward the only thing that I would see it doing is saying, let's let's push harder for this. Let's get more knowledge out there. Let's get more breeders to give me more information on these different morphs. Let's tell more people that not every peppermint is actually Miami lineage. Maybe that peppermint corn snake is because it has a uh, het cinder, and het cinder is actually a, a marker because cinder may actually be a co-dominant uh, gene, right? Like push for more, more, more. That, that's you know what I mean. I that's that's where I would. I mean, that's the approach I have with the magazine, the articles and stuff. If someone messages me and says, hey, this article, I don't like it because of X, Y, and Z. It's like, okay, write a better one. Yeah. Here's what I need. Here's what you need to send what me. What up, me? Yep. What my ass? Do it better. You know what I mean? And we've had that before. I mean, it's not common, yeah. but it's like, if you don't like it, feel free to submit me something. I'm not going to change it. Like I'm not going to toy nah. with it and twist your words around or anything like that. But S send me your three-page article Come with on. pictures and shit. Beat yeah. it. Come on. You get that. I'll put you on the front motherfucking page when you're And right. I guarantee you, know I mean? you, nine and a half out of ten people will not do it. Nope. Yeah. Because it is so much easier to sit on the sidelines yeah. and and point fingers and and throw trash than to actually put the than to in. actually jump in the game and actually. It's yep, so much easier to tell somebody they're wrong than to prove that you're right you know what i mean yep, yep, it, it's yep, so yep. It, it's so so logical to just say no you're wrong and that's it all i have to do is say you're wrong and i bet your day <laughs> and then you have to spend tons and tons of energy and focus to prove that you're right and even then there will be people that mm -hmm. will say you are wrong i mean look at Look at American politics, right? You, you can prove that something's right a million right. times, and, and, and it is, and I will not take the side on any of this. I'm not going to say any of that. But how many times can you prove that something is right for everybody to just tell you it's fucking wrong? You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And it's like, all right, hands up. Let's just keep going the way we're going, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And, and man, I, I would implore Sarah if she's listening to this, keep doing what you're doing. It's great. And, and, and a lot of us out here in this hobby that you don't know uh, appreciate it. Uh, same thing, uh, you know. Anyways, I feel like I feel like we haven't actually talked about like reptiles that much. Uh, I'm sorry, but no, I, I get on like, tangents, man. I go, I go. No, man, that's it what it's about, matter. man. That's what this episode is for. Is you know, you're you're a man of the year, and like this, like everybody listening, like this is exactly why. 
because this goes like at least in my opinion you know i'm speaking for myself right now like in my opinion chris goes beyond just keeping reptiles like it's more than just a philosophy it's more than just you know a a hobby you know it's a yeah. lifestyle it's it's a passion you know it, it goes above and beyond and like everything in this episode is is exactly why we you know we we were it was unanimous you know between us that you were you know without a doubt the man of the year for both of us because you know you've done a lot for for us and since i've known you you've given me a whole new perspective on the hobby and yeah. You, you got to keep this having fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to have fun with it. Like, yeah. it, 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 you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pat my own back this year. So the first snake you I ever kept. Don't throw out a rotator cuff. <laughs> Yo, hey, calm down. Okay. <laughs> my, my mama is on her 15th, that's one five, shoulder surgeries. She's hey. had both shoulders. Yeah, God she's had them damn. all removed, replaced, flipped, fucking. So these shoulders, they're big. But I got to carry the weight of all y'all's negative emotions on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to even know. I'm going to be there next. But, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about two things that happened this year that were special for me. Uh, and, and I would hope, you know, people that are in this as hobbyists, I'm, I don't want to do this full time. I don't do this for money. If you do want to do this for money, uh, more power to you. Start with geckos; um, they're easier. <laughs> and, and 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 if I, I have paid for my, I've told this, said this millions. I paid for my entire collection. Every animal, every rat, everything in my collection has been paid for uh, by geckos. I have never spent a penny of my family's money or my savings account on anything other than geckos. I bought geckos back in the day. I did spend a lot of money on some of the stuff I have, but I have used the revenue. So build it up, go slow. Uh, but the first snake I ever bought in 2003 or 2004, I don't really remember, was was a gray banding king snake. And I love Alterna. I love Alterna. They're cryptic. They're neat. They're they're beautiful. They're gorgeous. And, and this year, one of the special things that happened was not only did I breed, hatch, uh, successfully hatch, wish it would have been more out of eight eggs. I only had three survivors. That's my own fault. Uh, but out of... Out of that, and I also bought some out of the egg alterna from some other people. Uh, I also got all my alterna to eat this year, with the exception of one. I got one little holdout. That's someone born Rob Stone. Uh, Rob, Rob already knows; he's seen it. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna roommate it here shortly, and and get a get that little thing eaten. I got got some little tricks. I think I, I still have left. Um, but I also found an alterna this year. I I myself plucked an alterna yes. off a rock yes. after fucking think, dreaming, thinking about doing that. For twenty years, almost, dude. Hell finding my yes. own, yes, that and, is uh, fantastic. Oh, in, in, in a place where there's not a lot from Olympia, there's not a lot of Olympia Canyon animals. There's not a lot of Highway 17 animals, and the cut that we got our animal on, we only know of one other. It's a tiny little cut, maybe forty yards long. We call it the Laster cut because John Laster loves it. Uh, <laughs> he he took me. It was ten o'clock. Sun had just gone down. We get out of the car. I'm fumbling to turn my fucking light on. He's out like a pro with his spotlight on. Boom, 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 boom. I'm turning my light on. Oh, oh, oh. I turn my light on, and it is shining on an altar. I cannot no lie. You took, 
less than a minute to find my first alternative. And, 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 uh, and it, I, I walked over, just picked it up, and it was a female, which, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Maybe 70%, 80% that are found are males. And, and, and I owe that. Oh, man. That feeling, that feeling does not go away. All right, so I want to I want to ask you something, Chris. Since that is like a that's a very textbook thing, you know. Everybody, anybody who knows me knows I'm an avid field herper. Mm-hmm. So I talked. We talked about this a little bit on the. I was on the reptile uh, or the the reptile talk podcast not too long ago. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Um, with uh, Rob and Jeremy, and that uh, was a great talk- episode. Yeah, thank it was you, awesome, thank man. you. We we talked about some field herping, and me and Rob got to talking about you know you know, hatching your first clutch or hatching Ooh. a, you know, a clutch versus finding a target species in the field. So what, what rustled your jimmies a little bit more, you know, hatching that, that first amazing clutch or finding that gray banded in the field? What, what was, what really got you a little bit more? That's a good question. I, I know more is a hard, you know, uh, yeah, curve, no, no, it, it, yeah, you it, know what it's, I mean? It's different things. Um, you know, I, I've been hatching reptiles for, for going on 20 years, mostly geckos. Um, hatching my first lychee was very special, uh, just nice. because they are, if anybody thinks they're easy to breed, uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> not, uh, they, they come with problems, they come with, they're, they're, they're not as easy. Uh, hatching my first few snakes. Uh, was 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 just amazing because I hadn't done it. Uh, yeah, I've only been breeding snakes. It's my third season, right? Like, I am not a seasoned snake breeder. Right. Uh, ha- hatching my first pine snakes this year was pretty special. Uh, yeah, for sure. But dude, nothing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think anything will ever fucking compare to yeah. seeing that snake on the rock and just. No way. You, 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 you don't, it, do, it doesn't even make sense. And I grabbed it so fast. I turned around and I looked at John and he's jumping up and down. He's excited. And I say, God damn, I hope this is an Olepidus because I'm bleeding everywhere. This thing's bite, 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 bite. And, you know, that same trip, and, you know, I've been to West Texas before, not as much as I would like, and I'm going to be going back much more often. Uh, but that trip I found, so all my, all my uh, lifers, um, I found a gray banded. I, I found a bear die. I found lepidus. I found blacktail, and uh, we found a, a tantilla cuculata, uh, which is I did not actually find that animal. Somebody else found it on a cut, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say you know, cuculata is probably one of the rarest animals in West Texas. Um, so that whole trip was amazing because I found all these things, uh, but finding a, 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 an alterna on a rock after reading the reptiles magazines, being, being a member of seeing all the pictures of it, seeing all the pictures, uh, while having eggs at home incubating of that species, it, it, man, that was my first snake too. Like that feeling is irreplaceable. It's it's up there with like, yeah, it's like graduating (laughs) high school, graduating college, getting married, having a child, uh, your kid walking, uh, your, your kid talking, your kid crawling. You know, there's all these different things that, that, that you just never, it's never going to leave you, right? Yeah. That, that, you close your eyes and you can't forget it. Finding yep. your first alternative. And, and, and I got a super good buddy. Uh, he's a great friend. Uh, one of my best friends, Austin Bohannon, who, who 
looked for a fucking alternate for 131 nights before he ever found one. Jesus. Literally. 131 nights. Not in a row. Like it was it was off and on. And then he found three in two nights. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I get it now. Like that feeling of just always thinking about it, always being on your mind, always being there. And then you do it. It's right there in front of you. Right. Yeah. Like and people come from all over the world to look for alternate. Uh, people hunt night after night after night. And I walked out and in 30 seconds, sitting in front of me. And to think, and if y'all were two minutes later. Oh, would have been gone? It's so, it's so funny because John Lasseter actually brought that up in his episode with in uh, Colubrid and Colubro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, and you got Chris Painshab who walks <laughs> out and finds an alternate in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So it's just funny because I just listened to that the other day. I drove to Alabama and back last Sunday. And mm -hmm. um, so I was listening to Kluber and Klubroid and I listened yeah. to his episode and he said that and I just laughed, man. Yeah. It's funny that you're it, bringing it up now. And it, It's funny, you know, we, we were on Boy Scout Road. Uh, we went to the end of Boy Scout Road, that little cutout. Uh, we watched the sun go down. Beautiful night. It was cooling off already. Uh, we had a beer real quick. Just want everybody to calm down. And uh, I, I said, hey, let, let's cruise Boy Scout Road. That's like a dream of mine. I've never been to Boy Scout Road. So we're cruising Boy Scout Road. And, man, we don't see a snake. Ain't nothing. And, 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 and we go back up. And we go back down. There's there's a couple cars on it. You know, everybody's cruising boys got road. We say, all right, let's let's go hit some cuts, right? The sun is down, it's ten o'clock, you know, it's seventy-three or seventy-two degrees, it's already pulling off. So let's go walk, let's go walk some cuts and then just getting out of the car and just boom, right there. I mean, that's, come on. That's <laughs> wild, man. That's, yeah. it's it's fantastic, man. Cause like me, it's I feel like it's different for different people because like me, I grew up catching snakes like field herping yeah. is kind of yeah, like absolutely. that's that's my beginning for a lot of people who didn't grow up in a place that reptiles were more abundant you know like captive keeping is more of their thing so like that field herping experience of finding that target species means a lot more to that person versus me you know, my, the first time I got a the for my very first clutch of carpets that you know I got, I got a random like I they were they ended up being all slugs. I ended up getting some corn snake eggs like years ago, like randomly was not planned. Whatever, they yeah, didn't hatch. Yeah. It was all thing. But like my first planned clutch, like the day I got like the day I found the clutch, got them set up in Justin's incubator. I got back to my house. And it kind of settled what just happened. Like I, I legit broke down in tears. I was so it's happy amazing, and excited, you know? So it's like, that was so amazing. But last year I found a, a target species that I've been looking for forever. And it was like a black racer. No, it was a mud snake. You know, I had, I had mud dealt with mud fucking I found, oh, I, I had never, me and my buddy had been looking for one all year we couldn't find one and then he went out one day without me and found one with, that always with somebody else and then he called me he was like bro we found a mud snake so i got some pictures of it and that was cool but like got the eyes it down. didn't it didn't count for me you know and then yeah. i had an experience in georgetown south carolina when i was out there for college there? Ain't nothing in georgetown, man. there's some snakes out there boy 
Somebody found a massive mud snake dead and brought it to my school. Pissed Ooh. me off. And then I was out herping out there and I found another mud snake, a little tiny baby, but I accidentally hit it. Oh. And it, dude, it was like one of the worst days of my freaking life. Like Damn. I was so pissed off. I found this mud snake, but it was so tiny. This thing was like six inches long, dude. I mean, like yeah. freshly hatched or freshly born, whatever. I get, I don't know if they're libraries or not. I don't think they are. Yeah. Um, but like this thing, I, I hit it and I was so mad. But like last year, I was walking to WMA and I was literally walking out. We were walking out of the area that we were at and like literally probably 50 yards from my truck was this six to six and a half foot mud snake just stretched out in the middle of the trail. And I lost my mind. I was actually wearing <laughs> your, I was wearing your hat, Chris. I was wearing my oh, badlands yeah. or pedicles. Yeah. Yeah. I took that off my head and just like threw it on the ground and was like, Oh my God. Like, I don't even know what's happening right now. You know, like it was just one of the most surreal moments of my life. Just seeing that massive animal just sitting there and I handled it, got these, got some decent pictures. I didn't get any great pictures because I was messing with it so it much you with the tail. Yeah, no, dude, it tried stabbing me with its tail. So yeah, that's kind of rad, know? right? Yeah, it's crazy, you know, but like yeah. just handling and being around the animal was just, oh, it was so freaking amazing. You know, it was just right up there with hatching dude, my first crazy, clutch. Right? And I mean, it's just, uh, it's so fantastic. Finding that target species in the field is just, ah, uh, uh, it, it, it's you know, amazing, it, man. It's, 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 I can't say one feels better than the it's really hard to say, you know, it's, but yeah. it's a very comparable, like yeah. if you, if you care about field herp, some people don't field herp and they don't, no, that's they fine. don't give yeah, a shit to do it. And that's fine. No. But see, so Justin, I feel like you're different. You don't get to do it, but you truly enjoy it when you do I it. I enjoy right. it when there's you actually what I mean? stuff that's found, but I've spent so yeah. many summers out in the woods at my parents' place and not <laughs> find see, anything. That's that the problem, me, man. man. That's it, the it, problem. Father. You spend the summers it's out so in the woods. You need funny. to spend your, spend your springs in the woods, man. Come on. There's funny how much time we spend not finding fucking Dude, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how much gas. Dude, I can't tell you how much gas and hours and See, money I wasted racers. looking for nothing. Rhino this, this is a, cooler. <laughs> here, here's a perfect example of how social social media fools you. You see these people that are just like only field herpers. Well, they only post the pictures of the successes. They don't take a fucking picture when it's four in the morning and their eyes are baggy and it's, they're on their last cigarette. And they're just no. like – Oh fuck! Well, I was looking for goddamn alternative for the last five days, and it's raining now. And even though rain's good, I gotta go back, and tomorrow they'll be out. But here we, yeah, you get the video with it. The guy that's like, yeah, we just found our fiftieth of the week. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, like they didn't. That, that happens. Yeah, yeah, like I was out. I it's was out in the serious. middle of a storm, road cruising a couple weeks ago. And I found a lot of stuff and it's like, I sent pictures to our group and stuff, but everybody saw the cool pictures. They saw the, the cool guard, the, the, the cool, uh, water snakes I found like the variants and these ribbon snakes yeah. and all this stuff. They didn't see me getting out in the middle the of a storm with an umbrella, trying to find <laughs> a, a fucking ribbon snake that I just passed by. 
you know, they, or the they, little they water snake that I saw run off the road. They didn't see me getting soaking wet. They didn't see me sitting in my truck dripping water. Yeah. Like, they, they, you know, they don't it, have the picture it, of you at the gas station at 1 a.m. buying yeah. the bang that was like the flavor you didn't want. You're just like shaking. <laughs> like, oh, there's snakes out here. There's snakes out here. I know there are. Yeah, no, exactly. I, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're lucky with breeding. Uh, if you follow the formula that we have, uh, success is a lot easier than, 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 than some people might think. Now, there are some species that's a lot harder with, uh, and, and that, that's obviously well documented. Field herping, there's a rubric, right? Like, okay, the day after it rains, if it's 74 degrees in the Davis Mountains, at <laughs> 11, eight, 11 at night, you know, the day after it rained, and as long as it's in August, right, like be on that cut, uh, there were like seven alterna found that week. Yeah, you're right. But you also had to take off of work. I had to drive eight yep. and a half fucking hours. I had to stay yep. in the hotel that was literally Satan's hotel. And as a massive fan <laughs> of Satan, I did not like the hotel. You know, there, there's so many other things that went into that. I think, I think we even like were FaceTiming on my way there. Like there's. There, there's, there's, it's, it, 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 it sounds real easy when I tell you I got out of a car and plucked an alterna off. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. But, but the chance of me finding that alterna was one in a billion, and yeah. I got real lucky. I will admit, I got absolutely. Real lucky. And, and, and yeah, field, field herpings. You know, I also I got my, uh, I got my lifer uh, annulata this year also. Yeah. Uh, so. I found a, I found a, a, a Mexican milk snake, uh, which I've literally been looking That's for Mexican milk snakes man. my whole life. <laughs> so, yeah, that... uh, and how many times can I tell you that I've cruised the same road that I was on when I found it for 20 years and found, hey, have I found bull snakes? Yeah, and goddamn, they're gorgeous. Have I found yeah. garters? Yeah, and I don't care what anybody says. Checker garter in South Texas, oh pretty my. animal. Dude, what? Uh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, they're beautiful. And, and, and Aatrox, and, you know, I, I probably, I, I don't know, you see all the Aatrox I find. I, yeah. you know, there's Aatrox in my yard, right? Like, I, they are abundant. They are abundant in South Texas. Oh, <laughs> what an animal, right? Yeah, they're if beautiful. They're gorgeous. It's fantastic. It, if you can't be excited about hatching anything and you can't be excited about finding Aatrox, just stop. Right, like Dude, that's my that, that's why I keep doing what I do because I still get excited to find black razors. I you get, slam on the motherfucking brakes, you scream out loud when nobody's in the car, snake, and you yeah. stop and you do it. Goddamn right, you know it doesn't it matter is. what it is. Like I find, I I've, I've probably found more Nerodia than yeah. most people can shake a stick at, but yeah. I get so stoked every single time I find one. You know, and, it doesn't and, but, matter. You know, and that's why I keep doing it. That's why I love it so much. Because yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. Like, I got out in the middle of a rainstorm to find a six-inch long ribbon snake. Okay, <laughs> best, like, but it was great. I still yeah. I still took my picture. I still moved yeah. it off the road. Like, it was fantastic. It, it, you know, it, it, it parallels uh, breeding, breeding, breeding animals, too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I bred Brevis multiple times. Multiple times I bred uh, uh, Texas Banded Geckos. And this year, I had a clutch that was literally laid in the deli cup where I bought a wild-caught black gap. 
crevice. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> I bought it at a show from a guy that had caught it. I know, I know his name. I'm not gonna say it because he can go fuck himself. And it laid eggs, <laughs> and I incubated those eggs. Guess what? I just hatched those fucking babies out. I've hatched brevis ten times, twenty times, but those little babies are not even F ones. They're F zeros. Those are wild caught baby fucking brevis, right? Yeah. Like they were they they were hatched from a female that I did not breed. That was a farm bred, farm bred. Yeah, that's farm bred. <laughs> I got farm bred, and, and you know I. They're, they're eating Heidi Eye just like every other one that I've ever had yeah. is eating. They eat those tiny little millers. And, dude, oh, if I've got to box somebody and let everybody know that Coleonics and Goniarosaurus are fucking awesome, I'll do it. I'm ready. It, it, dude, it, there's so much variance in those species. There's so much excitement in those species. so much personality in those species. Uh, God, hatch, it, it, it's, you know, you're, you're going to get some cake geckos from me here soon. And, and you, yeah. You won't get it till you have them, but they're amazing. They're amazing. Dude, I am so excited. And now that I'm getting these night geckos from you or these cave geckos from you, I'm like, I mean, cause like the cola, I love the U.S. stuff. Like I'm very yeah. like oh, pro yeah. U.S. species, like all around just reptiles in general. So now like I'm getting these cave geckos from you cause I'm just obsessed with the cave geckos. I think they're just absolutely fantastic animals. Beautiful, so beautiful. I think they're so cool. And now, I now I'm getting these. I'm like, man, I might as well like get a little, get a group of coleonics too. Like, I mean, the tough thing with yeah, I'm already gonna be yeah. dealing with bugs. Like, coleonics are. Well, I did a whole podcast on them, but baby brevis and baby variegatus are a little tougher. Yeah, I get my I get my uh, fright flightless fruit fly the Heidi eye, whatever the Heidi are. Uh, mm-hmm. I get them on eBay. I probably should have a better source for that shit. Uh, <laughs> I buy them on eBay. I tap them into the cup and I feed them. So feeding them is no different than feeding everything else. Uh, you just buy a fruit fly culture for ten bucks or fifteen bucks, and they ship it to you. It takes a couple days. Uh, you know, when, when your eggs are getting close to gestation period where they're going to hatch. Uh, I, mean, I don't. I don't think gestation is the right word. I'm not a scientist. Fuck off. Uh, but like, it, it is a little tougher to get them going as babies, whereas like. Cave geckos as babies just eat small dubia and they're they're yeah. bulletproof, right? Like you have oh, yeah. to fuck them up, right? You got to go out of your <laughs> way to fuck up cave geckos because yeah. uh, they're 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 I oh great story. I had a cave. You know you know you know when an animal it's dead, it's dead, but it's not dead, right? Like it's dead, like you know that animal is not going to survive, but it's but it's but it's alive, right? Like it's still kind of like ah, like it's it's soft. Right, like you touch an animal and it's soft. It doesn't have muscular structure anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, you, you fucking know, and you're just like, all right, freeze it. My female cave gecko, not gonna 100%. I, I was checking on it maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and my female cave gecko was just limp, limp. And I was like, what the fuck mm. did I do? I, I've been I've been reading cave geckos for ten years, whatever. And, and I was like, how how did this female crash? Uh, you know, I, I separate every winter. I know I know my cycles. What did I do wrong? And I'm like, you know what? This happens, right? Like, fuck, something happened. Took her out, put her in her own enclosure, uh, damp paper towels, you know, made sure that she still had substrate on one side, put the food in, and I was like, fuck, this animal's dead. And I was right, I was right there. I was right there getting ready to put her in the freezer, start cutting skin off of her back, and putting it on the back of pinkies, feeding king snakes. Yeah. And, and, and I said, all right, Chris, give, give her a day. Let her die on her own. You know, this female producing beautiful babies for you this year you raise her from a baby she's a granddaughter of my original wild caught pair uh 
from 10 years ago. And, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to let her just die on her own. You know, some animals, you kind of have a little relationship with them. You name them, you love them, you like them. And I fucking shit you not that fucking gecko bounce back. I don't, I didn't do anything that I know of other than that thing just being bulletproof. And guess what it did? It laid eggs like two days ago. Hell <laughs> yeah. Two perfect days. And, I, and, she's, and she's fucking fine. And, and I'm like, I got her separated from the mail. I'm not going to put it back together until next year. But like, dude, I knew that animal was dead. It was dead. In the wild, there's no way the animal would survive. What happened? I don't know. The flu? Fucking. I, I, I'm, I'm not the person to tell you what happened. Should I have taken her to the vet? Yeah, maybe. I, I probably should have. We don't have a, 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 an exotic reptile vet here in Corpus. So I kind of just did what I thought was good. Put her in a sanitary environment. Put her on her own. Made sure she had all the amenities that she would need if she did bounce back. Damn. Animal bounced right back. They are literally bulletproof. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for these things. <laughs> like, so cool. I, re I really am. Like I, I'm, I, I am going to, I need to message you a little bit about some yeah. other, other stuff and, you know, Send me some I, I figure we're just going to make one box, you know, one <laughs> more box for the end of the year. My, I, my I got, I got, send Justin those, I, I got, I got the bull snakes. Uh, I got, I got, dude, that's another thing. I, I'm, I'm a huge bull snake. You don't, you don't realize how big they are until you see them, because they're like. They're anything two like weeks that old. baby pine. Oh my god, dude, they're freaking huge. No, they're not going to be as big as that pine. They're not going to be as big as that thing. That thing. What was size mouse? Huge. What size mouse can the pine eat? That pine, hoppers. dude. That pine can eat a hopper easy. Oh, the bull snakes are big enough to eat hoppers. No shit. They're over twelve inches, or maybe around twelve inches long. They're no big, way, dude. really. They're, they're bigger than my finger. Yeah, they're. Bang. Oh my god! I saw uh, them in it, your hand. I knew like yeah. they were large, but shit. The, well, the two you're getting are, are are I think the two smaller ones, but they have a cooler pattern. Uh, but yeah, the the, the the there's one big giant female. She already had a small adult mouse. Oh my god! That's <laughs> yeah, it, dude, it's nuts. It's insane. They're 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 just massive creatures. And what's crazy is the, the parents. You know, the female is just over six foot, but her mom. Uh, so, th so this is a weird thing. Uh, the mom was caught gravid in the wild, laid eggs. I got a pair of those babies. So would we call my my adults F zeros, or do we call those F ones, or does it even matter? I don't yeah. know. I, 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 you're taking taking mine as F twos, but I've been told to call them F ones. I don't really care if it's an F anything. I think they're, they're I think your F. I think if this is the first generation of captive breeding, I think by technicality they would be F ones. F ones. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, then they're like F ones. They're not since your since your adults are not cap technically yeah. captive bred. They yeah. would be like. Absolutely. Technically farm bred, but like they're yeah. not farm bred because they didn't come from a farm. But like if they came from overseas, they would be farm bred. Yeah. I don't really know what you'd call that, but these would be F ones <laughs> then, yeah. So uh, my female, she's the bigger. She's probably like just over six foot, but the female she came from is just over seven and a half. But she Jesus is massive. Christ. But uh, if you listen to Jennifer Joseph's podcast on Bluebird and Bluebird, I did. Uh, she talks about the Clayburg. True Clayburg bull snakes, not not Kingsville Reds. These are not Kingsville Reds. Kingsville is in Clayburg County. These are Clayburg bull snakes. Are massive and they're mean. And, and she talked about <laughs> that. Mine are puppy dogs. You, I, 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 dude. Oh, uh, what's up with them, Kanks? What's up, let's no, go. What? What? Kanks? Uh, so, 
uh, of all the of all the pairings I did this year that I've roommated, uh, the Texas Rats, which I could not deal with any longer, so I sent them to Billy Hunt, <laughs> who is the fucking saint <laughs> of uh, snakes. He, he I told him I was like, dude, dude, I was like, Billy, these things are the fucking worst. And he was like, send them to me he gets like, off on that shit i man. wish i wouldn't have yeah. been on my sabbatical because i would have <laughs> i would have beat billy to the punch i would have been like dude send those I, to me right now i will drive to you and pick them up if i need to uh, I, like, I sent oh casey a trio of sonoran gophers too oh yeah hey, I remember I, dude, here's here's the thing if anybody thinks it's just against the rules to get rid of a snake that you've raised or bought or something either selling it or just giving it away you're wrong this is my collection. This is how I want to manage my group yep. of animals. Yep. And and you know what? I got really lucky this year and I was able to buy a couple of animals I didn't think I was going to get. And so I had, you know, you got to make a couple moves until this room is my new uh, snake cave or whatever we're going to call it. it. It don't, you know, don't, don't tell me I can't, you know, sense of, anyways, uh, the Kankakee bulls did not uh, breed. Uh, Y'all both seen the video. The female just crashed. I didn't yeah. pair him up, dude. She's she she, she homegirl thick now. She she's great. <laughs> uh, so the Kankakees, uh, the, so I'm gonna talk about maybe next year, maybe next year plans. So I have Kankakee bulls, uh, northern pine snakes, and black pine snakes northern. that are actually they're going to the deep freeze. So I can get my my cool uh, closet down to about 55, but it won't stay at 55. It'll get into the low 60s. Um, sometimes, not often, but sometimes. Uh, so the deep freeze shit is going to John's house. He gets his stuff down to 50 degrees. He, he like has a perfect room, uh, where he, you know, so I have two pairs of Alterna. Uh, what else? Oh, I have a pair of Mex Mex that I probably never told anybody about. Um, I have the Northerns, the Blacks, the Kankakees are all going over there to get deep freeze. Here, I'm going to cool the, uh, North Mexican pines. I'm going to try and breed vertebralis next year, which, oh my God, if anybody is into vertebralis, they're tiny. They're tiny. They're baby snakes. They're, they're the size of a, they're a little bit bigger than a corn snake. And they're just the best. Dude, they're, they're, they're so off. freaking cool. But dude, everybody wants vertebralis right now. Like mm -hmm. legit, dude. Is so hot right now. Everybody wants vertebralis. Like that. That's just the thing. Everybody's looking I, for them, and you will yeah. not find them. I haven't seen no. vertebralis for sale, and I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen vertebralis for sale. What, oh, when I got my pair, <laughs> the only reason I got my pair is I bought my Northern Pines from a guy. Uh, it was uh, Thomas Davis, sweetheart of a man, only works through emails. When I bought my Northern Pines, which were his Jersey Giant line, I literally was like, hey. Do you, you know, just wondering, do you have any other Pichopas? I, I love Pichopas. He was like, oh, I, I bred Vertebralis this year. Uh, and I was like, pair. Pair, pair. me. Now, and you know what? Please. Years ago, because I think they're going on, they'll be, they'll be four years next year. Something like that. Three years, four years next year. I got I to gotta look. Uh, I, I paid a lot for them then. They're, they're kind of expensive, which is yeah. surprising for a snake that like. Anyways, going back, you know, uh, Noah Zelenik. Uh, has a pair. Mm -hmm. um, they're they're just they're weird. It, it, they're 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 very much uh, they're suboc like. They're very. I don't know. I don't have any snakes that act like that. They are so nervous. Like let's say I open up a tub, uh, and I am a tub keeper for the most part, 
and I open up the hide box, and I have like foliage and stuff in with them. And I open up the hide box and I like look at them, and then I put it all back together and I put a mouse in. They won't eat. They literally will not eat. Like they will not take the mouse. Damn. But if I know that I'm going to feed them, and I wait like a day or two, and I just by the time I put the pinky right or not a pinky, they they like I don't know adult mice, I guess. Uh, and I put it right outside their 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 hide box, and I close it. They're always in their hide box, always in their hide box. And I close it. The next morning, I'll come back. It's gone. But if I come back in like an hour, it's still there. It's weird. They, they're they're so cryptic. They don't. They just don't want to be fucked with. Mm-hmm. But it's weird when you mess with them. No attitude. They don't do the bull snake thing. They don't do the. Shy. You know, they're just shy. They just want to be left alone. They just want to take me my rocks. Don't yeah. Get it, flowers. They're, they're they just such want a, to be left alone. Yeah, just leave them alone. It, it's like the. Uh, it's like the the fucking Baja rat snakes, <laughs> which can fuck right off. I hate that species. <laughs> you you look at them like, oh, I am gonna change your substrate, and like you look at your Baja rat snakes. Well, guess what? They're not gonna eat for a month and a half. That's so, where you're. Oh on, my god. Baja rats. Mm-hmm. What? Why am I wrong? No, thinking you can change your substrate and everything. Oh, again. I was oh, all. Yeah. Do, I was all. Do you know? Dude, my my pair that I, the, the pair that survived. And I'm sorry, I did kill a pair. Um, I did dude, kill a pair. <laughs> I, I I mean, hey, I, I I am I am. Admit your failures. And I got a thousand dollars worth of Baja rats in my freezer right now. I can show them. I, they're just there. And, and oh, stick man. to my bogies, thank you. <laughs> they are bogotropus. Real. Bogies, That's the problem. That don't they're, yeah, they're real bogies. You know, are, are those subox doing good still? You know, I, I sent you those. I'm oh, assuming yeah. they're doing great. Yeah. Yeah, the female had a nice Females. stroll in my closet for a week. Yeah. She's a bitch. <laughs> She's I don't mess bitch. with her, man. Like the male's super chill. Yeah. The male's cool yeah. as hell. The female, I'm like, she can same thing. She can fuck right off, man. I, don't, I feed her, and that's about it. It's so funny when you find them in the wild. They're just calm. Yeah. They just don't care. Don't and then they're covered is. in ticks. They got these fucking ticks. They don't. You know, I'm sure everybody knows this by now. If you know about Bogotropus. They have these ticks that only live on them. That's it. There's no other species yep. that those ticks live on. And they're all at the tip of the tail. And so when you find them, they what? all got these little either stub tails or they're covered in ticks on the tail. I need to no check way. her actually. She was in shed and like I pulled her out of my closet and she was she was in a shed cycle. Yeah, Jake, the uh Bogertropus in, in, in Texas, the, the subocularis, have an actual tick. No, that is the entire species of tick only lives on trains. They only host. That's they only parasitize that, subox. That's the wildest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I've I know. never it's heard so of random, that. Random. That is psychotic. Weird. If That's you read the complete crazy. subox, you would have known. I mean, y'all literally had Dusty Rhodes on the podcast. We did. Okay. He wasn't around for that. That was, during oh, my, that was during his. That was during his. We don't. Right. We funny. don't talk about that time period. Okay. <laughs> I was not a real person. He missed out on a lot of. I, yeah. Lot of dude, I, it's hey. funny. I come to Justin. I'm like, hey, we should have this person on. He's like, we already did. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Get shit like, on Jake. Oh, come on. We had it Lawson sucks. on like twice while you were gone. Yeah. Dude, it sucks. That, I, 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 you know, I know, I know, we're probably going on a, on a good time with it at this point, but Zach Lawson. Dr. Lawman is, is, is probably the man. one of – he should be motherfucking man of the year. Uh, no, you know, he no. was on the list. He, he was on yeah. there. He was close. I know. He was close, it, but you got it, man. It's yeah. always – I, I had it twisted. 
I did have a negative experience that happened this year, something that was like tragically negative. I plan on maybe doing a whole porn, porn stars episode on it. Uh, I think that'd be a great topic to talk about. Yeah. But the first thing, well, the second, the first thing I did was call Casey Cannon. Yo, shout out to Casey. Uh, he's the actual therapist of the group. Uh, <laughs> but then I talked with Dr. Lothman, and he actually worked me through and helped me through a lot of things. Not only physically, what I was doing, what I was going through, what I was experiencing, but also emotionally. He, he knew. He was right there with me. He was like, yeah, I know exactly what this feels like. And, and yeah, and man, what a, what a sweetheart of a human being that's, that's pushing this hobby forward. Jesus. We're so lucky. I, I said this on, uh, on Bill Bradley's podcast. We're so fucking lucky. <laughs> To be in betweeners, right? Like we have all the old school guys that still appreciate us yeah. for the work that we're putting in. That we also have all these new school people that are coming up with new ways to do things, and we're like right in the middle. We're in this, yeah. this, this, just oh man, this, this is like it's like the roaring teens, right? Like it's so <laughs> beautiful to be in this spot in, in, yeah. in pediculture that like absolutely. And, and me, it, it's to stop and look at like even you guys, you know, like what's next. What's the next thing we're gonna do? What's the next thing we're gonna get into? What's Condros. what's the what's the end all be of contras? I I, hey, I I wish I could have contras. I, I got a little bit of a Noah's Ark thing going on where I have a lot of different stuff. Uh, They're the best. Are contras the best? Yes. What's the best? What's the right. best, Jake? You, I'm gonna interview y'all, Jake. What's the best? What's the best? I mean, the best, I mean, if we're talking the best, I mean, right now, to me, the best are DeKurtz rat snakes because I'm kind of obsessed with the pair I just got. Uh, but no, I mean, like, like Boyd-wise, I mean, dude, can't beat carpets, man. Condros. You can't. You can't. Can. I'll say, I'll say the Morelia genus altogether, but specific, specifically carpets and brettles like i don't know man you, you can't it doesn't get much better than those guys but like I, I, obvi I think, obviously right now i'm super partial to my colubrids i love my rat yeah. snakes more than life itself right now so like, <laughs> it be a good or a very depressing thing depending on who you ask yeah i i love i absolutely love my rat snakes i'm sorry like i just i can't get enough why of them. are you apologizing don't apologize. I don't even know why I said that, but <laughs> I, I, I just I hatched my twelfth clutch of the year, uh, my Everglades rat snakes, and I was uh, just as excited about hatching, uh, hatching them as I was about hatching my first clutch of uh, clutch of uh, corn snakes this year. God damn, it, it, it's it's so exciting. You don't know what you're gonna get every and it's so funny because you see these things online. And they all look the same. They all look the same. Oh, they're all the same. And, and every single one of but them. These are mine. <laughs> these are mine. And all, yeah. you know, I got, four, I got, I only got four babies, uh, which is okay. You know, I, I didn't even, I don't know, did I breed them? I co-had them. I didn't pull them. I just had them, and they yeah. laid eggs, right? Like, See? Uh, they just, I just let them do their thing. If I can left yeah. them alone, and I feed them, right? And I clean their cage, and I, you know, get bit by the male constantly, and the female is way better looking. So he's just an asshole, and, yeah. and so. Uh, but I got, I got, I got babies this year, which I, a little early, I didn't think I was going to get babies till next year. Uh, but it, but it's, but it's like a couple of things. My gray rats, same thing. I, I didn't breed them, but you know, maybe if they do breed, they'll just be together. My, my fox snakes, uh, it's, it's cool. You could just kind of have a few species that you just keep like that. And that's how that shit goes down. Right. Like, yep. uh, if, if the second you stop being worried about trying to make something work is probably when you find the most success, right? Yeah. Like, Awesome. You don't Absolutely. force it. 
Did you, what sex ratio did you get on your Everglades? I haven't been able to pick your ear about that because I've been busy, but I've been meaning to ask you. I, I don't sex until after the first shit. So oh, I don't okay. Know. I got you. I got I, you. I, so once once any of my colubrids attach, I put them in like a little humid box and I leave them in the incubator for a week. And then I take them out of the incubator and I put them, I have like a, a homemade rack uh, that is, I don't know what's the best way to put it. Just open. It's an open rack, but it doesn't. It doesn't fit. It, no tubs fit in this rack. I just built a rack where I, if I needed something to be on heat, I could put it in there. So it's like twelve right. inch spaces, and it's like in the right. corner. Uh, so I could put like little tubs. I could put big tubs. You know, whatever. I, anything that has a lid can go in there. So after the first week, I, I leave them in the incubator in a, in a humid box, and then I take them out after the first week, which I actually just did tonight. And I put them in there. Uh, so until they shed, I literally don't mess with them. Right. Like I, I try to maybe I'll snap a picture or something, but I definitely don't sex or anything. Um, right. But yeah, you know, I, I, I think with them, I, I, you know, way too many holdbacks this year. Uh, but I may hold back a female other than that. I'm not going to sell them. It's going to give away. Uh, so. Well, you know your boy. You know your boy. <laughs> your boy. Just, uh, and then see, that's the thing, man. You say you'll give them away, but I'll still pay you. Nah. That's, that, that's the difference with me and most people. <laughs> you can say you'll give them away, but I'm still going to yeah. pay you. It's because no, it's, it's, I, it's, I really want those things. <laughs> I, I, you know, I I need to make money on selling reptiles. And, and I do. And, and the reason you need to make money is because it needs to be a self-sufficient hobby. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and between leeches and, and guards, which are uh, absolutely, you know, if it came down to everything and somebody said, Chris, get rid of everything and keep one animal, I'm keeping Shrek, my leechy, right? Like, he's, he's my boy. I've had him since he was like a sub adult. I don't know, maybe he's 10 years old now. Like, that's my guy, right? Like, yeah. he's my dude. He, he goes through two years of being an asshole. He goes through two years of being the sweetest gecko I've ever seen. <laughs> he's missing toes. He's missing part of his cheek, right? Like, homie's been in all the fights. Like, we've been through it all. So that, that gecko stays with me no matter what. But you know, if, if I breed leeches, maybe get six, eight babies a year. That that that's kind of pretty easily four or five grand. If I, mm-hmm. you know, my guards uh, guards could pretty pretty quickly be ten to twenty thousand dollars a year in, in revenue. Revenue, we say revenue, which is a bad bad term, but but money back into your collection. And then you know, we spend three four hundred dollars feeding a, a month, and then you know, you got to buy racks, you got to buy substrate you gotta buy animals you gotta buy you wanna buy new things yeah you, you gotta there's 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 you know if you start looking at, at it like a business it's not gonna be fun so i like me i just have my own personal account that i do all of this with and I, and I manage everything from that but i i to the most part i would much rather give snakes to friends that right. are either free or, or heavily discounted right like right uh, <laughs> And, it, and it's and it's like it, there is some amount of you know and, and Jake I've sold you say I think just I've sold you a couple of days it's like I, I don't maybe I don't need to get like full retail which is you know but it, but you know we have to like put some money back into the you know, feeding it's, like, it's weird it's right. weird it's that, that's that's one of those fucking weird things it's like a hobby right like yeah I'm gonna send you a box right you're gonna get some snakes in it we're all gonna <laughs> love them and it's cool and then maybe you, next year you're gonna send me a box of snakes in it and if some at some point we're gonna get to that point. Uh, it's just, no oh man, what, what a badass thing that we do, right? <laughs> Dude, it really is. Cause like me and Justin so talked cool. about it. It's like, that's just the point that we want to be at is where we just, 
produce stuff and we're like here here's this take it yeah, and take just it. like send me whatever in a in yeah. whenever it's like that you know like it's just just take this over yeah yeah on morph market yeah you know if yeah. i have some extra stuff yeah. left over yeah i'll try and start sell them at market value quote yeah, unquote exactly. but it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. we exactly. want to produce stuff that we don't mind just being like here friends take it <laughs> enjoy enjoy and yeah. you know do what you love you know and because like like so, at the end of the day, that's why like that's why you should love to do it is just to spread the love and do what you do what you love. Like if you do this for the money, you're not you're not real. you're not gonna go far. I'm sorry, but yeah, you're not. You're not real man. It's it is what it is. That's <laughs> there, there's there's two ways to look at it. If you're doing it for the money, make a business plan, find investors, and, and become uh, you know like a, a Justin Kabelka. Justin Justin Kabelka, I think it's the name. But like the guy is like figured it out, and I've got to assume he's like financially stable based off of his hobby conditions. He seems pretty good. He seems pretty great. Uh, find a way to do it like that, but look at the scale in which he's doing things uh, and the effort he's putting into doing things. Um, it takes a lot. It is yeah. a job. To look at it like a business. If you are looking for a hobby to make money. You can you can breed corn snakes and, and walk away every year. I think if you just had a pair of corn snakes, you could probably walk away every year with a couple hundred dollars in your pocket because you you've got to pay for food, you got to pay for bedding, you got to pay for housing. Uh, if you bred geckos, maybe you could like, like like I could sit here and tell you I made ten grand, twenty grand selling geckos. Guarantee you, I spend most of that feeding these animals for a year. And and, right. and 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 housing costs, or or you know, there was a big financial hit I took this year on something else, and 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 so, if you really want to make money in a hobby, there's probably others that are much easier to do. I, I just I think me and you even talked about this. You had somebody reach out to you that actually talked to me as well and said, "Hey, I have a pair of corn snakes. I want to make money. What would you suggest doing?" Oh, and, yeah. Remember oh. that? And, and we don't need to go into that with Justin. <laughs> I, I, I think it was an innocent oh. enough question, but the, the, the honest answer is if, if your only goal is to make money, then you probably miss the whole point in the first place because you're right. probably not going to enjoy Pretty it. Right? sure like, my words were I'm not at, like, I don't breed at that level so i'm no. the wrong person to ask i can't None give you my I, I asked them why they think that they could like what gives them the impression that they can it, make money your response because somebody your, on youtube <laughs> your response was essentially i completely forgot about i that, so you brought it up. you're essentially yeah. your response was essentially i don't do that so i'm not the person to ask yeah like i don't do like that's time. that's literally all it was is like i don't do this for that so i'm i don't have an opinion i breed to get the line closer yeah. back to zero not yeah, yeah, like I do what, this what? because I enjoy it and I like breeding snakes. And like, that, and remember, I told I you, tell you very offended by that. By yeah, that I, I told you to have them message me. I said, hey, have a message me. I can, I can kind of, you know, I, have them, have them talk to me. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to explain it. So the uh, the story was is I I asked them why do they want it? Like, why is making money the priority with breeding these animals? Exactly, and then. 
I forget what their answer was, but it wasn't a good one. And then I was like, I'm not the person to ask, basically. And of yeah. course, I get a message from the other person's significant other saying, you're an asshole. Why would you ask him that? But there's, I'm like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, kid. Yeah. And so I was like, I, just, and I, I was very, I was like, look, I, 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 my answer was the what it was because I I don't breed to make money. I breed because it's just something I enjoy doing, and that's like I'm not it's fucking bar check. I'm not any of these other guys. Like if you are, if you came to me asking how to breed snakes, I could have helped you, like 100. percent But if you come to me asking how to make, make money, money breeding reptiles, I can't tell you because I have yeah. yet to figure it out. <laughs> that's the thing is like I don't know how to make money doing reptiles because i have done nothing but yeah. spend money the on the stupidest this. thing was i was like, asking the whole question as to like why do you want to make money doing this and it wasn't even malicious or like trying to be snarky or anything like that i was just genuinely curious why they were like where they got the idea that that's yeah like that's a, a real option yeah but real it, it, and it, i guess they exists. took they yeah. took offense to that and it was like uh. i don't it's just you're not gonna you got a pair of corn snakes you're not gonna like yeah you'll make some money but you're not gonna like make all profit you, you may walk on. away with money in your pocket that's great but just because you made profit doesn't mean you didn't invest your time and that's that next question how mm -hmm. much is your time worth let's say and the what? average person makes 15 to 20 negative five dollars an hour yeah, like, let, <laughs> right? let's it's, let's let's be honest. Money in your pocket is different than a business. Yes. Yeah, it's, oh, com it's completely different. different. Yeah. Like that, there's a whole different thing from making a little extra side money to do yeah. your thing and whatever and running a business. Yeah, it's you, very very different. I got scolded. They said, "Oh, I expected a more mature answer from someone who does a magazine and a podcast." And I was like, "Sorry." You know, and you're all literally. <laughs> I don't make any fucking money doing. I like, gave you an answer. You realize I lose money wanted, doing everything I do. Like I and, literally and, spend more God money. Millennials. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and not you know I don't I don't want us to like we're not, not like you know hey this person may be an avid listener. But you're not making fun of them. You're you're just like. The it, it it's like the lion, the witch, and the audacity of this Get bitch. Like, how <laughs> could you ever think that I made money of this? Verbally like, sucker punched on the internet from behind. It's like yeah, just there is minding my own no, business, walking down the street, and I get a fist of the ear. Yeah, and, and, and you know, okay, so uh, I I'm not gonna name a person, but I know somebody that produces a lot of snakes and very high end snakes, and they have a huge collection, and it's beautiful. Billy Hunt. They make. No, 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 no. <laughs> but they they bring home a lot of money, a lot of money. Hunt? And, no, no, not we're, Billy we're Hunt. We're not naming it. <laughs> it's, it's not Billy Hunt. Okay, it's a Kaluber breeder. Jesus Christ, stop. And <laughs> shut uh, up. Shut they make a lot Casey of money Cannon? breeding. It's Casey Cannon, but it's Casey. How'd you know? <laughs> Anyways, they, they breed a lot of snakes and they make a lot of money. And at the end of the year, when they look at what they've spent on snakes, they also this person uh, data logs the amount of time they spend. On a average basis, working with these animals, Andy and they're like, "Yeah, oh my god!" By the time I, I hit the end of the year, I'm able to pay my taxes with that money. You know what I mean? Like, right, it, it's, right. It, it, it's you know, uh, I, you know, some people have careers where they make a hundred dollars an hour, right? So every hour that you spend away from your career uh, is is a hundred dollars, right? So so every time a person spends in their reptile room, it's a hundred dollars an hour. It's a hundred dollars an hour. Hundred dollars an hour. Because you could just be continuing doing business where where maybe you work or where, where you where you, 
So there's there's a lot of factors that play into making money on a hobby, right? Uh, right. It, it's it's a it's a weird concept. So so if we all get together and we say, hey, let's not worry about money. Let let's just worry about cutting even on our hobby and and paying for for what we're trying to do. But you will enjoy this infinitely more. Going back to the beginning of the yes. conversation, it was messages like that when I talk about dwelling on things and letting it yeah. like, sort of always be in the back of my mind for a day or so. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, it's like that for me because it's like I was, you asked me, you came to me and asked a question, but somehow I have the audacity yeah. to ask a follow up question instead of just giving yeah. you the answer that you wanted, which is literally what they told me. They were like, you could have just told him. <laughs> the, the, the funny like, thing is it's like what the fuck man like what the <laughs> it's just it, it's you came so to funny. me man people you want... came banging on my door like i what do you it's just, just this, this uh... think people can't get any more ridiculous someone comes and proves you wrong this this mentality exists uh in cars i worked with cars and i did a lot of racing this this mentality works in engineering this mentality works in uh, painting. I did a lot of painting throughout my life. This mentality works in reptiles. People want to come to you and ask you how you are successful in things. And 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 the sad, honest truth is usually, and that's awesome. I don't have any issues. You put with in that. time, and you probably break even, right? Like you yeah. you do these things that you love, and you walk away happy. My, my success was not money. My success is not money. And I wouldn't even say that I'm successful. My success is happiness. I go to bed with a smile on my face. I hug my wife. I kiss my daughter. I kiss my wife. And, and you know, everything is good. And so this, this ideology that we need to be profitable in all of the decisions that we're making, what then you didn't make the right decision in the first place. Now, there is truth in the fact that if you want to be successful and you want to be business minded, you want to find out how to do it. If you're going to do that, you probably need to structure this much more differently than just randomly messaging somebody who who, who does these things and, and, and just be like, hey, Justin, I got some corn snakes and I'd like to make some money. How shall I go about that? And you're just like, oh, fuck, I don't know. But if you find out, let me know. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's crazy. It's, it's, a, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. I mean, the, if you, the first question is, how do I make money? Then I already know that your, yeah. your priorities aren't, aren't it's gone. lined yeah. up. There was right. a guy. There was a guy local. I don't know his name. It doesn't matter. Two or three years ago was buying up every corn snake. You couldn't find a corn snake in the city for for months bottom all i got palmettos i got this i got that i got racks he was posting pictures online i, I he had 200 animals but babies bought adults he, he bought everything you could not buy he bought everything i sold to the show one year i mean the guy was just corn snake i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a millionaire i'm gonna never never heard from this guy again dude never sold a snake never bred an animal realize how much work you got to put into it. Yep. You got this. If you're going to do this on the side to make money, it ain't going to be enough for you to eventually retire. Maybe you could retire. I don't know. Be a good but, job after retirement. Yeah. That's my so, plan. Yeah. That's my plan. So, retire when I'm like 15 and plan. breed snakes till I die. What is it? Don't die. 
my plan is to make it. My my personal plan, and I'm happy to share. Uh, I I I've been investing in property, uh, and, and I've been investing in a few different things as I've been in my 30s. Uh, which property is the number one thing to invest in because it very rarely ever goes down in value. And if you're invest renting things in out, cigar shop. Invest in Smitty Cigar Shop, which commercial property is a great thing to invest in. You ever decide to build that in Texas, Justin, I'm here for you. Uh, but if you can invest in property or even there's like timeshare property that you can invest in, whereas you're not even the person staying in it, uh, you know, you can start getting a little bit of revenue in from something like that. You get some passive income. Uh, my goal is to start doing that. And then when I maybe hit 55, maybe 58, I can retire Breed snakes is something to put dinner on the table. You know, let's say I walk away with five, ten grand a year. I've got Take my the family retirement. to Red Lobster, something really yeah. nice. Oh, I hate Red Lobster so much. Chili's. You know, we live in a city oh where God. we have like actual seafood. Yeah. Chili's is so fucking bad, Justin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you just became Justin's one episode one thirty eight of THP. <laughs> Jilly's, oh, oh Justin. Fucking evening. <laughs> you can Dying find me at sleep. fucking Chili's eating some chicken crispers, some street corn. Oh, uh, Justin. The shirt that says "fuck Chris." Corn stars just lost, just lost a co-host. Um, <laughs> next ep- next episode will be live from the Pooler, Georgia Chili's. <laughs> oh man, the closest one. Dude, That's where we're gonna do it from. When y'all come to Corpus. Y'all gotta come. Y'all gonna stay. We're, 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 we're coming. We're we're definitely yeah. coming. Uh, we're we're we gotta we have to make it a point to go to Chili's here. Oh, oh absolutely. So shitty. But I'm, I'm gonna take y'all like real rough. Hey, guys. whoa. Is it net? Is it is it? Does it suck because it's physically just not clean, or is it legitimately for me, the food? For me, be very careful with your answer. <laughs> For me, for my mentality, I, I'm a big fan of like craft things and supporting local. And Chili's is just fast food. Chili's has yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it is whoa. Hold, hold. I'm, I'm about to grab another beer. Is this is gonna on, be the just, longest episode. Hold on, just a fucking second. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> You'll never be Cody Bartolini's. Episode. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm hurt, but 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 at my soul. The fact that you called that fast food, first of all, is just it's not. It doesn't come out fast unless it's slow. If you go on a Wednesday night, you'll get it quick. I worked. I worked at restaurants. I managed a restaurant when I was a kid. Was it? When I was fucking Jake's age. I'm no, not a uh, child, okay? I have a real right. job. Thank not the you. same. I don't work at a restaurant. I, I love saying restaurant jobs aren't real, just for the record. Hooters is the Craigslist uh-huh. chilies. No, but it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. In all of these restaurants, you can get quality food there. You can. And, and don't have you had the honey chipotle chicken crispers? I don't yeah, those suckers are good. <laughs> The suckers but, are good. Though. Well, here's the but, second question: What do you get when you go to Chili's? Because that also, did, Chili's. That also did, said okay. That. Well, then he I do not have an go to Chili's. That it sucks. How can you? I used to go to say that it sucks. What did you, you, get you know what I get when I go to Chili's? Motherfucking top shelf margaritas because they're delicious. Alcohol does not count. We're talking strictly. That's how he dining. makes the food. Taste oh, good. you know, you know what food I actually really like at Chili's is uh, yeah, uh, the best podcast ever. Uh, the uh. Grilled chicken, bacon, quesadillas. There's your problem. Mm. 
You're getting what? something you can make at home. I can't make chicken crispers at home. <laughs> okay. It's literally he doesn't like I chilies. He I, just likes the chicken crispers. That's that's you're really not entirely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you get a you're cash iron skillet, which is like 30 bucks. Oh man. Look, go go to nice true homegrown restaurants. Well, because y'all don't live okay. What's the what's the population of Bubert? Okay, first off, it's Beaufort. Um, oh, let's get that oh, real that's, clear. That's North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I'm from Texas. We don't first of all, eat. you're going to talk shit about chilies, and then you're going to just butcher the, the name of my hometown. That doesn't He's have like, chilies. We have towns with actual <laughs> names, so I don't... Beaufort. Know. I'm sorry. Beaufort. Uh, I don't know. You work for the county. You tell me. For a population of Beaufort? Yeah. You uh, work for the county itself. You should know these things. You're you, the you man of the people. You should know. I, I don't know. Fifty thousand. A little bit more than that, probably. I guess it oh depends on God, if we're if we're talking about the entire county. The town. Yeah, town. The entire county probably. That's, in, that's including pro- Hilton Head. Including and plus all the military we have, I would say over a hundred. If we're talking just like our half of the county, like this side of the river. Oh, this side of the river, yeah. like. 50,000. Yeah, if that. Holy shit. So it really is tiny. It's small. It's not it's small, 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 but it's small. You can get from but one end get, of the county we to have the a Starbucks. other in like 30 miles. If that. I, you know, Nueces County is not big, but we're, we're dense. We had a really yeah, I'm going to take, y'all, I'm y'all take over some people. I'm going to take y'all for good food when y'all come here. Chili's is good food. Look, man, I've probably been to most of the places around there, so you're going to take Justin to new food, all right? I'm going to be like, oh, look at this place. I remember this. Hey, do you remember uh, uh, Zeke Counter, right? Dave and Buster's. Zeke what? Zeke Counter? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Cut cut the whole end of the podcast off. No. People (laughs) have to hear these words coming out of your mouth about Chili's. Chili's? Look. Don't. I can go to Chili's and have a good time, but I'm not going to. Anybody not. can. It's <laughs> Chili's. Yeah. I can go to Chili's and get hammered, and then it's you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, skillet queso, bang it. Pass. Chicken crispers. Skillet queso, you're Skillet queso. Who are you? Dude, our, our group chat is calling us constantly. Yeah, I know, that's what I saw. I was like, who keeps anyways. doing a video chat? But anyways, it's, it's I think Dom we're at, just told, I, Don't fucking talk shit about chilies. Yeah, we're like seven <laughs> hours. Yep, finally, someone coming to my Yeah, defense. we're at we're at a pretty good mark. So Chris, man, where obviously <laughs> people know you already, but let's just do it anyways. Where can people find you? If they're living in the dumpster yeah. behind chilies and they don't uh, want to find you, <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> Oh, Badlands of Pediculture. Honestly, I have a face. I still have a Facebook page. If you want to hit up my Facebook page, that's great. Uh, but message me on Instagram. I'm probably a little bit more active on that. Uh, I, 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 you know, I had, I had a sweetheart, a sweetheart of a girl, reach out to me and, and, and want to buy some geckos recently. And she was like, "Hey, I want to buy a pair of this." And I was like, "Oh, I don't kick rocks." I, kid. I don't have a <laughs> no. She, she was real nice, but and I was like, "Hey, I don't, I don't have a pair of that." And she was like, "Oh, don't you? Aren't you like the guy for this?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, I, I, I am one of the few people that does work with that. I'm not gonna say what species it is." And I was like, "But uh, I, I do have a baby. I, I can sell you in about a month." And she got like really offended that I don't have what? pairs available. How and everything 
fucking dare you. <laughs> and she was very nice, but she was like, oh, you, you can't sell me like a pair. She was like, well, do you have a pair of this or a pair of that or a pair of this? She probably was like, no, I don't. She, she, she literally in her, in her, in her profile, uh, she was a, a goth girl. That and it said goth, and then it had like a little crossing, and it said Chili's worker, and I was like, "Fuck you, right? Fuck you." That's not my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How you doing, Justin? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I, 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 I I produce animals. I, I breed animals. Uh, if anybody's interested in any of the species I keep, message oh, me, please. Not only do I want to talk about them, uh, I want to I want to get them in your hands, uh, but I don't you know I don't I don't I mean I, I don't have anything for sale. Uh, Can you read this? Chris, note? Chris is close to, but not a god. <laughs> says Chris is a piece of shit. What is that? Even what does it say? What does it say? Say it, Jay. Say it out loud. Read it for the class. Oh, you have horrible rant. I do. My handwriting hasn't changed since. That either grade. says "fuck Chris" or "fuckle Chris." <laughs> That's exactly what it says. <laughs> Fuckers, he's dead to me. What do you mean? That's oh, a K, dude. Yeah, that looks up? like a F. This right here, I'm looking at this. This looks anyways, like a anyways, F. I'm gonna wrap this podcast up. Okay. Hey, everybody, thanks for joining. On the thank you. Yes, thank Corn you, stars. everybody. Oh, for man. <laughs> because we got caught up in our initial conversation, we have to mention Steve. It's Steve Snakes. Oh he's yes. Got hot sauce. Oh, thank you, Steve. Great hot sauce. Great oh yeah, you got sauce. some, didn't you? No. Oh, I thought you did. Oh yeah. <laughs> I tried. It was like, anyways, I did order some, but then I didn't order some. But it was my fault. It was. A, it was. It was. A, it was a. You need to get your some. Card thing. Anyways, I fully support his hot sauce. Yes, it's very his good. His hot sauce Cotton is very good. Sauce. Very good. Steve Snakeshuary does a lot of a lot of awesome stuff in Louisiana, and you know the term "awesome sauce." <laughs> it actually goes with him. So you should take advantage of that. Get some awesome hot sauce. Get some, yeah. Support, support your local chilies. Support your local fuck chilies. chilies. Fuck chilies. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck chilies. fuck chilies. Oh my god. Support your local businesses that actually yes. are from like Sup your town. Yes. yes. Please support your local. Send business. your chilies gift cards. Also to support your local reptile breeders as long as they're not at You put tobacco. Thank you. Oh. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Steve Snakeshuary. We love you too, man. You are That's the best. You you are you are a inspiration in this hobby, and everybody should know you if they don't. So thank you so much for coming on this episode. And everybody thank, thank the biggest thank you to our man of the year, Chris Painchab. Chris Painchab. Thanks for being my cool. friend, guys. The coolest last name ever, Pain's by cab. the way, Painchab. <laughs> Like what? Are you kidding it. me? I would be like, dude, my I'm <laughs> paint chat, motherfucker. Just be so fucking bad. It all went downhill after Chili's. <laughs> Are you still recording? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But we're leaving. I, I've drank. All right. I drank a. I drank a whole bottle of wine in two beers. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are the fucking worst. Stop recording. We love okay. you, man. Good night. Okay. Okay.